Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're the worst or the best. From Globetrot to Yes, Yes, Yes. We're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He's my father, I'm his son, it's my co-host, Evan. As his road narrows, so mine grows wider, it's my co-host, Saker. I'm still feeling kind of weird about these new introductions, (laughs) but they'll work out. I mean, it's better than just uh, coming up with dumb, dumb stuff to say every time. Yeah, although I feel like dumb, dumb stuff is kind of in our wheelhouse. That's basically what we do. 98% of the time? 99% of the time. Okay, fair enough. Um, Ebbo, I got a little bit of a scratchy throat today. Why? Because I was out till a late hour at a karaoke bar last night. Karaoke. Kara- it was one of those Asian karaoke rooms where uh-huh. they do the private rooms, which are kind of a rarity around Columbus. Um, but of course, I had to look for Bare Naked Lady songs, and they had four Bare Naked Lady oh, songs. Oh, let me see if I can guess what tracks they had. <laughs> okay. Uh, they gotta have one week. No. <laughs> they gotta <laughs> have million dollars. No. They gotta have Brian <laughs> Wilson. Will, no, yeah. they had two songs from Grinning Streak okay. and two songs from Snack Time. Oh, what Snack Time songs do they have? Uh, uh, I think Snack Time's the album I've listened to the most yes. because I have a little baby boy. We had a friend who did Vegetable Town. God, that's the worst song. <laughs> it's very On snack boring. Time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they had, uh, I don't remember, like Bad Day or something, I think. Some some other awful... That's actually not a bad song. I was It's a good song for kids. ...by their collection of... They had, like, two Beach Boy songs, neither of which were, like, anything recognizable. Uh, they had... They kept having, like, Radiohead. They would have, like, Creep, mm-hmm. but it would be, like, Creep, Ultra DJ Remix. Like, they had so many remixes of That's popular so songs. weird. Like, I wonder how they buy those things. Like, how... They must just get them from, like, song... Like songfarter.org. S- song slush. Yeah, song slush.org. Slush. Like have a, have nine hundred V sides. For ten dollars. For ten dollars, yeah, yeah that's probably. how you can do it. We it's have like, over a million songs at our karaoke place, ten of which you'll sing. You collect them all like I don't know, like Pokemon cards or figurines. Now we talked about Carly Ray Jepsen on this podcast before, but they had a whole slew of CRJ. Boy huh. oh boy, what a delight that was. <laughs> That album is so fucking good. Is that what you did? Yeah, I did do some Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> as we moved on in the well, night. Speaking of collecting, I there's a in the were we speaking of collecting? I was speaking of collecting. I was saying you got to collect all the songs like Pokemon. Oh, sure, cards. fair. All right. I don't need to remind you of what I'm saying. You're right. I'm listening all the time to what you're saying. That's right. You better. I got a hammer. <laughs> but um, <laughs> go ahead. There is an art space in the medical center where I work, and usually they have like paintings. And they have like like Norman Rockwell that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. For some reason, they have Hummel figurines now. You know those little Hummel like precious yeah. moment figurines. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds of them. Okay, in the hospital. In the there's like a hospital like art museum. Are they like a curated selection, or does it it's look just like look like a grandma? It's like it's like garage some, sale. I talked it over with like one of the deans, and he was like, "Well, probably it was part of a bequest." So some like old like, oh, here, take five billion dollars for the new cancer wing, and also I need my humble figurines to be displayed. I'm Lord Lingonberry. <laughs> kind of adorable. Um, I think if I were a billionaire, I would when I donate money, I would make offbeat requests like yeah i'm gonna give you a billion dollars but also you have to do this odd like oh yeah here i'll put this new uh aphoresis wing where you can do you can help uh kids with leukemia but also (laughs) i'm gonna need you to not 
serve them jello or actually only serve them jello. Always got to be goofy. Whenever you encounter a patient, you need to tap their inner elbow twice. You need to, all of you need to wear clown noses like Patch Adams. Oh shit. Yes. For a billion leukemia wing, you got to do it or else you're going to be saving kids. Do you? Do you fucking hate kids? Do you fucking hate kids? Wear the fucking clown nose. I'll give you a billion dollars. I'm not the monster here. You are. Every time you introduce yourself to a new patient, you have to say, hello, my say, name is Dr. Boink Boink. Top of the morning to <laughs> top you. Top of the morning to Murphy you. Murphy McFlips. <laughs> Murphy McFlips, of course. It's a most... famous Columbus restaurant north of our current recording location. That may or may not exist may anymore. May or may not exist anymore, but its mascot is a bulldog wearing a leprechaun outfit. Oh, man. It is just, I don't even know. Murphy McFlips um, seems like it would be a great name for a cover band for the Dropkick Murphys. I guess like a, so. Like a joke, like a Weird Al joke cover band. <laughs> sure, where you like just Dropkick parody Murphys. Dropkick Murphy songs. Or Flogging Molly to make it even worse. So they're singing about like the Irish potato famine and you're like <laughs> just doing like a parody version. Sick Flip Mc720 <laughs> the Bulldog. <laughs> I like it. All right. Speaking of doing six seven twenties, <laughs> or I was just gonna say pa- parodies. That wait, parodies. Are you gonna go into our guests? Oh, I thought we were doing that. A parody? No. What the fuck are you talking about? Don't hit me with the podcast hammer. Our two guests today. We have two powerhouse guests. Uh, they're both New York City-based improvisers. You might know them from the Upright Citizen Brigade scene and from the amazing podcast Mission to Zix. It's Alden Ford and Winston Noel. Hi guys, how are you? Hey, hey guys, Thanks happy for to be here. Good, good. We're super happy that you're here. <laughs> I was shocked. We were both looking at each other in shock when you t- when you were talking about the karaoke selections. That <laughs> yeah. was that we was exchanging incredulous it's, stares. It's upsetting how little this place had. It was the, the they were very very nice and very wonderful. Uh, especially they came in and we were jumping on their couch and they very calmly told sure. them to get off. We, we told them to that. no other way around. Um, but yeah, they they were the selection was fucking terrible. Uh, are you? That is wild. Are you two karaoke fans? Uh, I have been <laughs> in the past. I feel like I've learned my lesson though. I enjoy it. I I sometimes will have a friend come in town and she will ask us all to go and we'll go during the afternoon mm-hmm. uh, wow. where there is there's literally no one there. <laughs> Prime time. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, you don't need all, a private room. You just do it right all there. We're very room. sober. <laughs> Um, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's great when you're like, oh, there's no pressure because it's four in the afternoon. Oh, for nobody, sure. Nobody cares. Who, what, is there like a bar that has four in the afternoon carry? Is it like at a Denny's? Well, they're, or? In, they're in New York, Saker. No, there's a, there's a place called Sing Sing Karaoke that is, uh, that you can get, uh, you can go just about any time. Oh, sure. Which hmm. sounds, I guess that must be for the addicts or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 24 yeah. hour? Uh, I think it's, I think it's like. I think it's open the normal hours of a bar, so okay. like 2 p.m. or something, yeah, yeah. you know, at like too early for karaoke. <laughs> yeah. So your friend visits New York City and asks yes. to 4 p.m. karaoke. That's her request. Yeah. Well, she used to live in New York and then moved to Los Angeles. And whenever she comes to New York, she she collects. She's like, who's who's karaoke with oh, me? Oh, my God. At, at this time, <laughs> okay. at this place. Got it. And she always makes the most awkward time request. <laughs> 3 p.m. Yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah. I'll like leave my leave work and like go for a long lunch break and sing a few oh, songs man. and oh, come back. That's, so. that's actually quite reasonable. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, uh, weird karaoke songs are kind of par for the course. Like the selections are always weird, but it is astonishing that they would not have 
one week. Oh, that is absolutely. They had crazy. They had yeah. So easy. wait, what were the songs that they had? Uh, they had um from I don't know if you know Snack Time. It's the Barnegat Ladies Children's album. They had, wow. They had Vegetable Town and Bad Day. Uh, <laughs> wow. And then they had easy which is from uh god i don't even know bare naked ladies are me which is like a later album and then some other yes. random ass song that i don't even remember but like just like awful awful selections yeah wow wow yeah it was not uh That's... not it was a good time anytime also i feel like i i feel like a 35 year old uh like midwestern karaoke bar like <laughs> uh a 35 year old uh, dude going to a karaoke bar in the midwest like that you can aim a little higher with your uh, with your uh, uh, fantasy fulfillment than like a seaside <laughs> <Berenice Ladies. laughs> <It's a laughs> like, You're sort of like, oh man, if I can't sing a hit, what are we yeah. doing? What are we even doing? <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, everybody. There were people leaning out of the doors at this place, asking, "Where's one week? Where's one week?" To the befuddled management, it was uh, everybody mm-hmm. there was pissed. So, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, they, yeah. they had their journeys and their creeps, so I don't think it was. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. this place deserves to be shut down. Absolutely, I think you should have a petition. You should petition. Listen, and you yeah, guys in New York, not, you have a hundred. You need to ha- let us Ohioans have our one, one shit ass yeah. karaoke bar. Our big, our big city karaoke <laughs> bars with our one weeks yeah. and our million dollars is our fancy snobby karaoke <laughs> yeah. bars. Yeah, with more than ten singable songs. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have every live bootleg. <laughs> Of million dollars <laughs> and all the improvs oh, uh, scripted there with the bouncing ball. It's a big come to New York, man. What are you doing out I there? I don't know. What are you doing out there? Who are you who are you kidding? We need man? to bring the Barenaked Ladies podcast to New York. There we could be stars. Here's Evan. the thing, though. <laughs> yes, yes, it's perfect. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that it was disappointing. It's, it's fair, barely okay. Go ahead, Evan. I think they're just gonna. Uh, I think the uh, one week is sort of a trap karaoke. One of those trap karaoke songs. Because you oh. you know the chorus right? It's been one week, blah blah blah, and oh, then they yeah. start rapping like they oh, start, sure. they're really quick rap sure. breaks. So it's like yes. one of those where you just like hold yeah. the microphone and you're like, <laughs> I made a big mistake. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's the '40s dad wearing uh, khaki shorts who's like, I know one week. Everybody knows one week. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun, and then it gets really bad. It's like uh, the the one the other trap one I is um. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, really? Everybody thinks. Yeah, because I think people think it's now a lot shorter. That sounds like a Black Diamond song. <laughs> no, it's every. I think everyone's like, "Oh, this is fun," and then they realize they forget that it's like six minutes right. long. And yeah, and it's like, "Oh, right, it's only fun to do the chorus kind of once." <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Anyway, they just have but, fond memories of uh, the wedding singer. I feel that and, way about yeah. listening to the song as well. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we uh, you know what another one is is in two ways it's a black diamond is uh it's the end of the world as we know it which double, I did last night double black night. diamond mm, double black diamond wow which uh yeah like people forget how fast that song moves but also the yes. last I don't know two and a half minutes of the song is it's the end <laughs> or just right seven hundred yeah. times. Yeah, it's sort of a victory lap that's a little too long because after you finished it, you're like, I did it. And it's like, everyone's yeah. like, move along. Yes. There's a whole category of great songs that you realize that three minutes of the six minutes are the chorus repeated. Yeah. And it's always like a shameful moment where you're up there and you're like, fuck, yeah. I was doing so well. 
And now I've got three minutes to sort of either I bail yes. and I look like and I look like a quitter, <laughs> yeah. or I stick it out and everyone's a- maybe angry. Oh sure. Right. Well, the DJ already left to go on a smoke break because he saw it was a six-minute song, sure. so you can't even oh, like sure. look back and be like, "Please help me." <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing to there's nothing to be right. done. You have to yeah. you have to just hunker down yep. and yep. ride it out, <laughs> play through. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah, so actually, I wanted to ask you guys a little bit about Bandicoot Ladies. When I emailed you to be on this cast, uh, you responded way more enthusiastically than I <laughs> expect that anyone ever should respond. Shit, I so you have, played to have it real some cool. sort of history with Bandicoot Ladies. So uh, tell me about your your Bandicoot Ladies uh, uh, past here. Uh, well, I'll go first because mine's probably the shorter okay. of the two. <laughs> I, uh, I think I had uh, most... Uh, most gentlemen of my generation have the same uh, similar experience, which is that I didn't know about them at all until college, right. and then I listened to them in college. I saw them live. Uh, Guster opened for yes. them, which is a classic pair, yes. a classic duo. Uh, and I remember being like, that was also the first time I'd ever heard Guster, uh, which also led into another embarrassing episode of me being into Guster for a little <laughs> while. Uh, and, you um, can get away with that yeah. in college, though. I mean, oh, Guster's yeah. definitely yeah. Sure. a... Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's a that's the longboard of bands. That's the that's the Nalgene now na- the Nalgene bottle of bands. Sure, absolutely. Is Guster. Um and uh so yeah, no, I I was I I definitely uh, Bandicoot Ladies were one of the bands that I owned multiple albums of, which oh. I think was not was reserved for uh not very many bands for me. I had a pretty limited album collection. Were they were they all sort of the the early cuts? Were they all the the Gordons and the stunts and stuff? I, I think I had Gordon and Stunt. I think those are the only. Two that, that is that the I essential had. collection for Basically. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, don't. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also I also had the other one. The maybe the or, one with um the one with Pinch. Me oh yeah, Maroon. 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 Yeah. Maroon. Yes. I did have Maroon. Mar- yeah, that's that's an underrated classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we try to remind yeah. ourselves that even when we hate a song off of like maybe you should drive, we are in the salad days right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's as good it's as only it gets. Downhill. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Next year when we're doing this podcast, yeah, we we we're going to be hurting. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Winston, what about yourself? Tell me a little bit about your uh, your history. Yeah, actually, growing up. The Bare Naked Ladies were my favorite band. Uh, no oh, fucking way! Yeah. That's great. So I, uh, I was, <laughs> I'm following that up with I was sheltered as a child, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was I was uh, you know I listened to a lot of oldies with my parents and uh, I didn't have an older sibling. I was the oldest, so I didn't really have any sort of one to show me new music or for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I started listening to. Um, pop and top 40 stuff and then an older person and when i went to high school i was in 10th grade and they played rock spectacle in their car yeah and i was like what is this i loved it <laughs> so much and so i the bought rock spectacle i listened to that for i feel like it was a on heavy rotation for at least like two years for me during a very formative period and i think stunt was coming out right then so i had rock spectacle stunt and then i went back and got gordon maybe you should drive Born on a Pirate Ship. Oh, damn. And then I got Maroon when that came out. Uh, yes. When it came out. Like, went to the record store the day it came out. And I was like, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and then I think, I think, is the next one after Maroon, Bare Naked Ladies or Me? It's uh, Everything to Everyone. That's it. And I, that's the last one I bought. And I was yes. like... Okay. Okay. I I, <laughs> right. I was I was in college, and yeah. I was like, I think I'm ready to 
<laughs> let them go. Let them go. Yeah. Uh, if, if you swap the if you swap a couple names in there, Winston just told the uh, the story of my relationship with Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> really? and well, no, I will. Oh, say, man. I will okay, say which, I'm what still. What was your last? Was I will it like say, episode no, 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 no. It, it's not quite that strong. But I I have been a lifelong intense Star Wars devotee, and I remember like the the amount of excitement I had because I was probably. 15 mm-hmm. when uh episode one came out mm-hmm. right it was oh, just yeah. fucking i was so stoked yeah oh everyone i remember was. leaving and being like cool. <laughs> oh, cool good movie good movie yeah no it's good uh <laughs> this is fine yeah this yeah. is this yeah, is yeah, fine cool. everything's fine uh, yeah um, a, but yeah a lot I, of trade I, trade war stuff i think did not resonate with 15 year olds which was really weird yes yeah, yeah. no, interesting the tariff <laughs> section the whole tariff act was Fine, good, yeah. Right. But that—that's definitely. I the, love uh, the negotiations. I yeah, think yeah, great. yeah. Uh, yeah. Evan, you're sort of a Star Trek boy. Did you have the same experience What's as Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Oh. I mean, you, were you a Star Wars boy I'm, as well? I'm, a, I'm a all the stars boy. You're all the star boys. I love Star Wars. I love Star Trek. Uh, all the stars. Star boy. All the boys. Star boy. <laughs> uh, did you ever have that uh, that falling out with uh, with, with the stars? <laughs> um, I was I was also I want to say like in my late teens when the when the original the prequels came out. Yeah. So, I had. God, I didn't, I didn't hate them. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I remember thinking like, oh, these are okay movies. Like, they're not necessarily what I was hoping for. But yeah. again, these aren't for me. They're kids' movies, right? right. So sure. you sound like a, you have a very healthy grip on your likes and dislikes, <laughs> which is yeah. Yeah. hats off to you. you. Build it up to be like. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. I mean, I, I should mention this because Winston knows this as well as I do. I have. I cannot stay mad at Star Wars for very long. I'm still. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm still deep I just, in it. I feel like. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies, there's so much after Maroon that I, 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 I'm just so baffled by right. how much, how, how, and this sounds so horrible, but like how the band didn't explode when I stopped listening right. to them, you know, like, <laughs> yes. and that they've kept going and I'm, I, I saw them, uh, I saw them live recently or a few years ago in Brooklyn yeah, and I was like, oh, right. They do the fucking big bang thing. Right? <laughs> like I was, I was like. Oh, like I, they played mostly stuff that I knew, right. but it was still kind of like, huh? Like I feel like the last quote unquote hit is like maybe Katie is like the thing that I remember, <laughs> right. like the only song, the newest song of theirs. But those first four, like from Gordon to Maroon, I have I have listened to all of those multiple times. Yes, and, I mean like multiple by multiple, I mean like heavy repeat yes and can and like could probably sing the lyrics to almost all of the songs like and 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 also have very specific times in my life and in my life meaning in high school when everything is so important (laughs) but like i associate like i remember listening to the maybe you shouldn't live on this trip or i remember yes listening to born on a pirate ship when i went to the debate championship you know like <laughs> right the, like those are the things i can those are i really like firmly established like that is where those albums meant something to for me. sure but uh so yeah i'm a i'm a huge um a huge fan uh and so i was that is maybe the part of the enthusiasm surprise where i was like yes 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 (laughs) i want to do this podcast well i'm i'm pleased super pleased because i'm a huge mission to zix fan so uh being on here is is super great so i have a question for you (laughs) so there's like a grecian myth where you're crossing the river styx (laughs) 
And there's Karen. an old boatman mm-hmm. who has like the Karen, right? Ka- not Karen. Oh, okay. It's another boatman. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's Karen or not. Weird but, boatmans in. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, a, it's a, maybe a German. Which boatman are we talking so, about? Anyway, Can we narrow it down, please. So we're crossing. We're crossing this river. And uh-huh. you're just talking about how much you love this river, how much you love the boat and everything. And I'm just I'm just paddling along. And then I'm like, well, maybe we're not getting through the catalog fast enough. Maybe we're not getting all the things we want to see. Hey, do you want to take the oar for a second? And you're like, oh, I love I love bare naked ladies. I love this thing. And then I hand the oar to you, and I just start laughing because you're on the podcast now, and I'm finally free. <laughs> Bye, Saker. <laughs> no, Evan, no, you have to stay. Well. No. All right, Winston. You oh, yeah, Evan just All right, the- next Evan week, went. it's stomach versus heart <laughs> off of... Uh, Evan, you got to come back, Evan. Oh, God. Well, yeah, we, you know what? Winston would be a way better co-host than you. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, Evan's going to Evan's gonna come and uh, play every uh, every character on Mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evan, did you, just, I've, did you just pull a Stephen Page? <laughs> Is your cocaine addiction enough to be off of the podcast? He's, he was doing lines the whole time you guys yeah, were talking. Yeah. He kept, yeah, he, he wrote down, he has an underline with like three question marks. He said, Greek metaphor? And I it right. didn't work, but I like it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it worked for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I'm in the exact same boat as you, Winston. Those first five albums for me were... Because I I was a kid who I liked Weird Al and They Might Be Giants, and then Bare Naked Ladies yes. just had the yep. same sense. We we talk about this on the podcast with every guest, because every guest is a nerd who had the same upbringing where yeah. they didn't listen right. to like rock music, but well, absolutely, yeah. and that's, those albums and that's are, the thing. are so formative. I had the exact same... I mean, They Might Be Giants and Weird Al were like... I owned so many of their albums growing yeah. up yeah oh yeah and i don't know how i got turned on to they might be giants but the reason i didn't get turned on to bare naked ladies was because i i grew up in rural alaska oh my oh, god wow. i grew up in a town with about uh, 1200 people in it and nobody knew anything about popular culture at all and and if they did uh they did not want to be my friend <laughs> right. and so i i was in, in a subset of a subset of people um and it was also alaska's famously 10 or 15 years behind everybody else in pop culture and so i just didn't know anything about that stuff and i don't know how i got turned on to they might be giants i think my older brother was listening to them but um but yeah like i knew nothing about music but if if someone had given me gordon or or stunt when i was in middle school it would have been all i listened sure. to for sure would it, it yeah. would have been like the uh the first american seeing those ships on the horizon and being like what are these i don't even recognize <laughs> yeah. this as music huh. you've blown my yeah. mind yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. uh yeah so so speaking of bare naked ladies we've been bullshitting we need to get to this week's song so the let's get grape to it imbiber. great <laughs> Uh, This week's song uh, is a little song called Great Provider, and if you've never heard it before, here's a little sample. So, uh, Alden Winston, we always like to talk to the guests first. Give me just mm. like the the basic, you listened to this song. What was your, well, I'm sure Winston, you've heard it before. Alden, had you heard this song before? Yeah. I had, yeah. You yeah. had. I don't remember in what context, probably just, you know, I, 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 I never owned uh, Maybe You Should Drive, but I definitely had heard the song. Uh, oh, but weird. I mean, honestly, <laughs> after hearing it, 
I could not tell you why I think I've heard this song. <laughs> it's from all the... Because it certainly wasn't on the radio. Sure, it was on the OC soundtrack. Very, very popular song. I know, fucking great provider. Yeah, right. It's yeah. the deepest deep cut. Uh, so yeah. what's, uh, what, what do you feel about this song, uh, having heard it again, uh, you know, uh, with the experience that you've had? Uh, what did you think about it? Um, f- so for me, only having heard it a couple times, I think it was about... It was probably like a minute in where I was like, "Oh, I know this song. Right. It's about it's about his dad." Like there mm-hmm. was a uh, there was a recognition there, and I can't remember, but I mean, man, bleak mm-hmm. and angsty, yeah, and sort of uncharacteristically, like I don't know. I still like Winston right before he called you guys. Like it feels like a big swing and maybe a big miss. <laughs> yeah, a little because they really mm-hmm. were trying for something that's so specific. But I'm like, you gotta know that other people have done this so. So much harder than yeah. you guys are doing it. <laughs> you guys should have just covered Cats in the Cradle and kind of put it to yeah. bed. Right. Yeah. Fuck you, Cat Stevens. It's Fuck like, you, Bob Dylan. It's like, cat, <laughs> yeah. it's like Cat. Well, it almost is like they were like, Elliot Smith is a musician. We're musicians. Why can't we do what Elliot Smith is doing? Right. Oh, it's like cat. It's like Cats in the Cradle, but there's not a relationship there. So it's not like the father's missing or anything. He's just there. It's just kind of a regular relationship. Like <laughs> yeah. like, my dad and I weren't super I, close, but we still like each other. We go out and play ball sometime. Right. <laughs> I think what, what struck me, uh, I don't, when I do, when I would listen to maybe you should drive, I would no joke. I'd listened. I've listened to this song, but I would, I would turn it off after Wrong Man was convicted. I was like, well, the album's over as far as I'm concerned. So I'm amazed that you got through Wrong, Wrong Man, Man was convicted. Wow. I, lo- I love that song, what? actually. Holy I do like shit. it. shit. I wish we had switched you and uh, Ben Harrison, Benjamin uh, R. Harrison, because that would have been great to have you on that episode. It's all good. I could I could literally hear Stephen, Stephen Page could like, Wow! Sing fart sounds, and I would, <laughs> yeah. I would be like, yeah, I'm pretty. He into does it. have a great voice. Well, yeah, this. I mean, it's this whole true. album is just like. I, I feel like that it's the weird dip between Gordon and Pirate Ship, where Gordon and Pirate Ship are both like funny and like you know uh, playful and this yeah. is just like we are trying to be serious fucking musicians and we are going to talk about our dead brothers and our son and like you're of course yeah. there's pathos you, you can inject that into it but it's like a big it is a big swing and a big miss i think i think you kind of hit the nail yeah. on the head there um it's it's just a weird when you go back in their catalog this does feel really um strange and out of place kind of the album as a whole i liked it okay uh, yeah i love i love the album because i think i like every other i i am i blowing your mind yeah, right you, you are kind of blowing my mind i really love it because i think i'm like a like a lot of comedy people uh we like feeling sad as much as we like sure. being goofy and uh that's one of the things i did like about i feel like uh uh, ben Fold Five is another, or Ben Folds yep. is another mm-hmm. artist that does this. It's like very funny, sort of angsty "fuck you" songs. But also, when they actually do ballads, they're really sweet yeah. and sad. And and at least for me, because I'm, you know, a straight white, thirty-five year old male, like I relate to those songs just because they, I think, capture something. But I love. I mean, Jane was one of my favorite songs off of Rock Spectacle. Right. Like I love that song. Oh, yeah. And then I actually like. I don't know. I don't know why. I just really liked Maybe You Should Drive. Yeah. Um, because I liked how it was sort of a little downbeat and it wasn't as, uh, not goofy, maybe is too strong of a yeah. word, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't no, know. I but it. I don't like, but I don't like Great Provider. No, I feel, I, I think this album is very, very front loaded. Cause like, 
up yeah. to number seven, you have like Jane, these apples, a alternative girlfriend. Like yeah. it's really fun, and then it just dive bombs into into shit town. Yeah, yeah. No, I I would imagine like I like uh, wrong man is convicted. I totally get why people would not like. Uh, and I also the thing I don't like about this song. If oh please uh, go yeah, ahead. When I started listening to it is. Uh, well, I, we were, we were actually wa- looking at some Genius.com page, and they're like, it's one of the first songs they wrote together, and mm. it was like when they were in high school. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, this feels like a high schooler wrote this. And yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. son, and he's basically saying, like, fuck you, Dad. And it's like, the thing I don't like about it is that it just has no depth or empathy. It's not like you don't – there's no sort of admission – like the dad is all bad, he doesn't get me. Right. But it's like no admission that do you maybe know why he works all the time? Do you maybe know like sure. there's no sort of like any good storyteller like there's a reason that something's going sure. on and it lacks yeah. yeah, and it lacks depth. <laughs> there's no specificity. But there's like no depth to be like I can see it from his there's no empathy in the song, right. which is really weird. Um I do think that it's, it's just, I just was listening to it and I'm like, God, this is just such a one-sided song. Right. Like, from yeah. a 17-year-old boy's perspective of like, God my dad doesn't dad. get me. Right. And you're like, you, I mean, like, this guy, like, you don't, he probably was in Vietnam. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he wasn't because of Canada, but like, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, who knows what baggage your dad's pulling around, but sure, when you're 17, a, you don't care. Who knows what a shithead you are? Maybe right. you're a terrible kid. But uh, I just thought it was so crazy. And then also to like, I mean, how old were they when they did this to be like, yeah, this song I wrote when I was 17, right. mm-hmm. like, let's put it on the album. And yeah. it, and I mean, I, I, musically, I don't mind it. I think it's okay, right. but. Yeah, well, it, and I think it's interesting yeah. that, um, I mean, because cause there's a version of this song that appears on their first, like, demo tape. And right. I, I went and sought it out, and it's almost like the exact same song and that was really Oof. bothersome to me because yeah. obviously they didn't think it was good enough to include on Gordon or maybe it didn't fit it thematically or whatever and so they right. waited like 5 years after that uh, the the little demo tape came out and they when they release it on maybe you should drive the song is not changed at all so like what was the hold? Like you weren't fixing it or changing. So why was it not on yeah. Gordon? Did you just need more content for maybe you should I think drive that's it. or yeah, it's very strange. I think this is a classic. I, while I have a lot of affection for Maybe You Should Drive, I think it's a classic sophomore slump yeah. album where it's like we had this huge debut with Gordon and now we don't really know what to yes. do. And so we're doing this and it's like maybe yeah. this works. Well, maybe we still this... have this recording from our demo. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Why don't we put that yeah. in? What about that fucking Cal song that you've been noodling around? <laughs> Thank I, that, that I'm like, I can't deal Thank with. You. Like, I love this album and I will not deal with that. I will fast forward. It's, you, one yeah. minute of your time, you can't sacrifice that. No, One I of the will things that I think that. is so funny about your story about this, Winston, is that it's like, 
do you remember when you had a relationship with every song on an album? Like, yes. Even the songs you skipped, you were like, fuck, I, now I have to get up and press fast mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, or like, nope. I have to fish out my, my disc man and like hit the forward button. Yeah. Like now you don't have to do that. You no. just remove it from your playlist. But there's a, I feel like, I'm the dad in the song, by the way. I'm an old man. <laughs> you don't get it. My road is growing narrower. <laughs> You've um, got nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. You can't understand anything. Uh, I was in Vietnam. Um, but <laughs> the yeah <laughs> but the but I do think there's like a um it, it's so funny because I have songs like that as well there are they might be giant songs that when I was little when I was like 11 years old like listening to flood uh there was a song that um oh and also Apollo Apollo 18 mm-hmm. there was like two songs on one or two songs on each of those albums which kind of like creeped me out as a kid there are a lot of creepy oh, they, sure. they might be giant songs and like when you're you know when you're in like fifth grade you're like I don't like that right. song. And so they, I would always sort of dread it, like the song's coming beforehand. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, this weird song's going to come up. Hall of Heads is going to come. I'm going to have to skip Hall of Heads. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so like, yeah, but I love that you have this this relationship with Great Provider where you're like, this album is done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with this album. This part. I'm so glad that we hit the one song that you fight. You're such a big Vernica Ladies fan and we hit. I, it's truly one of the songs <laughs> I just do not listen to. I When you guys sent the email, I was like, well, I definitely have a take on this. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. And we would definitely, yeah. if you want to be back, truly, Winston, every week, I'm serious. <laughs> like, you're in. I will, I will come back. I will come back. I think, I, I won't, I'm not doing this stuff after Maroon, but between now and the end of Maroon, I will be there. I'll do some weird-ass shit on Maroon, because I actually really like that album, okay. too. So. It's- to tip my hand, uh, but, that is yeah. my favorite Brandy Good Ladies album. I fuck. Is it Whoa. really? It's so great. That's Shots really interesting. Fired. And actually, we uh, we have an unnamed future, somewhat uh, famous podcaster guest who said that she will not do any song except a Maroon song because she's the biggest Kevin Hearn fan in the world, which what? is a real weird take, but I'm down yeah. with it. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. No, I... I uh, I think Rock Spectacle is my favorite yeah, yeah. Bare Naked Ladies album, and then I really I don't know. Yeah. Uh, What's well, I mean, Rock Spectacle has the uh, benefit of being yeah. like a best of and the energy yeah. of a live album. So yeah, it's it's yeah. Kind of, it cheats, but it is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a super smart thing for them to do because it basically gave them like give you little small greatest hits that everybody in the U.S. started to for listen. sure. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Uh, that's how everybody I know had that one and stunned. Right. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Smart. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I actually really, I remember going to uh, Disney World with my church. Group, okay. Uh, and I lived in Atlanta and I, uh, ooh, yeah, all these are so good. <laughs> intermittently. I love intermittently. I love intermittently uh, too. And Evan fucking That's hates. a great, it's a great song. Evan, yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> you busted. No, you're right. You're entitled to your opinion. But uh, um, no, I but I, I like yeah, you're right. A- after alternative after, girlfriend, I think is the turning. That's point. the end of the album. Yeah. Like life in a nutshell's good, but that's it really fine. is just a weird slump after that. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Am I the only one? Sucks. Tiny little song well, sucks. Uh. I like wrong man was convicted. <laughs> I like Great Winston. Provider. Winston is. A huge I think. Yeah, I think. I think Winston and I are exactly the opposite. Are you like my? twin like, <laughs> evil twin evil i'm your evil twin oh, i'm i can be you with a mustache if you have a mustache i'm you without a mustache or an eye patch or he's something. got full facial hair by that i mean his face is covered in hair yeah. uh forehead like, nose. Like cousin it level hair yeah. like i'm just wait a like, minute like so chewbacca, me chewbacca too. level hair <laughs> um, oh my gosh but yeah no i uh i do really like this yeah. one um 
you're right. The seven tracks, the first seven are hard yep, to beat. Yep. But but yeah, great provider. No thanks. Yeah. I'm with uh, you, I think. So let's yeah. so let's talk a little bit. We, we've talked generally about maybe you should drive, which is great. So great provider. Yeah. yeah, we have we have this very kind of obvious song about this parent-child relationship. Um and lyrically like my notes on the lyrics were just like this is this is obvious also so much Christian imagery. Like did yeah. did anybody have a take on like what why so much Christian imagery in this song? I couldn't find a reason. I it might be that maybe his father is religious like and that's zealot part of, of some the kind of yeah. reason sure. that they don't have I assume. connect. I feel like I also think you're I mean, it's speaking of like a seventeen year old's first song, like you're my father, I'm the son, who's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> My father, I'm your son, who's the Holy Ghost. That's about as like that's a that's about as good as it gets in terms of lyrics that (laughs) should mean something but probably don't. Like being like, think about it, man. It's like I did, and I came up with nothing, and I don't think you had anything either. Do you know who the Holy Ghost is in this situation? Do you mean what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Don't ask us. Don't ask us. You're the songwriter. Yeah. Who's the Holy Ghost? I don't know, man. Yeah. How about you answer it in the next verse? Oh no, you're not going to. That's fine. We're not ever alluding to this Pass again. That by. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing that if you squint at for more than it's a second, mom, man, yeah. it's mom. What? Yeah. It was always mom. <laughs> but like this, and then so you go into the second verse, and it's like, what? It's the they don't seem to talk when he gets picked up by his friends, and that's enough to put in a yeah. verse. It's just. Bizarre. Hey, what the fuck? Like, what parent doesn't drive their kid to, like, the airport or call? Like, I'm confused about this scenario, in, even from a, sure. a real logistical standpoint. You we stand at the edge of the drive. I'm just waiting for my ride to arrive. Wait to see if you've any last words. We pulled away, I called your name. It's very odd. I don't understand. And then, like, can you imagine if you were driving your friend and they were like, Dad, and, like, he didn't say anything. You'd be like, well, okay. we, we got to get to Dairy Queen, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah I, like to think, yeah, I like to think this is not him leaving for college or anything. It's just... It's going to the movies. Going to the movies. <laughs> Very temporary situation. We're, yeah. we're we're going to see Nutty Professor. <laughs> yeah. I just try to think of how old I would have been, like what movies were out. <laughs> yeah. It's about yeah. Like Austin Powers to the yeah, Spy Who yeah. Shagged Me. <laughs> I wish he would have worked that specificity into the song. We were on I our know. way to Austin Powers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It feels like that's very especially very Ed Robertson. Yes. And later Ed Robertson to be like, he gets so specific. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess they put this at the end because it. the one thing is that it's like, it does I mean, sort of fade it, out. It has that it, I mean, yeah, smooth jazz outro for like a minute and a half, which, which <laughs> is a good I will album say this, ender, I guess. It's fine. I, I, I will yeah. say this in, the, in, in defense of the song. I feel like if Thank you. you don't speak English... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a strong defense. No, but I mean, like, there is this... I feel like the tone of the song is pretty effective. Like, it's a dark... Like, you don't have to listen to the lyrics to know what it's right. about, which is kind of cool. And, like, I feel like it definitely makes you – it sort of is ju- it sort of is just a disappointing-sounding song. Like, you just definitely feel – it's it's very empty, like, instrumentally, and it's very, like, 
I don't know, it's very bleak. And like you said, it sort of starts without much fanfare and kind of ends without much fanfare. Like there's kind of a, I feel like the mood is right. Yeah. It just never really puts its finger on whether whether they have any reason to be as upset as they are. Uh, yeah, it, it feels like a first or second draft. <laughs> and then I feel like, you know, most songs, uh, at least the little I know about song structure is like a bridge is usually pretty right. important. <laughs> uh, because the bridge either introduces new information or a different point of view or heightens the emotion or something. You right. know, that would have been the time for him, like, I know that your dad wasn't good with you, how tragic it is that we're repeating that, or something like that. You know, yeah. like, there could have been something interesting there that would have actually made the song a lot, given a lot more depth, but the fact that it's just, there's no there's bridge, no, yeah, there's just three verses. There's no like, grievance aired at all. In and it song. doesn't heighten. Yeah. Like, it, it starts with the metaphor of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and they're like, remember that time when I left? when yeah. I was a kid, and now I'm really leaving. I mean, maybe that's it. It's like, <laughs> goodbye forever, Dad. Well, and also, uh, speaking of like teen, like empty teen angst, I owe you my whole life, nothing more, is such a shit. <laughs> it really is. Like, my whole life, man, and that's <laughs> it. It's like, okay, so is there another part of yeah. that? Or are you are you admitting <laughs> yeah. that, you're, that you're an ingrate? I don't understand what's <laughs> happening. When I have been through this before, Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of see it in a very, like, literal, like, okay, you birthed me, now we're fucking done. Like, we don't have to have, right. <laughs> like, life is the end. But he seems, but it seems like the father is there, is present. Yeah, yeah he right. seems like an okay As, guy. I mean, we again, we don't yeah, know anything. There's nothing here. Right. It There's no sort of whiff of impropriety or some sort, you yeah, know what I mean? Right. It's just more anything? like, yeah, no. it is that thing that, like... Uh, I feel like the 90s, especially since it was a very, the 80s and 90s, it was such a comfortable time where it was like, oh, my dad, my dad. Oh, oh. It's like like the movie Hook, where it's like, <laughs> all he does is like work, you know, and he's never, yeah. liar, he's liar. never there. You know, like there was a whole spate of lawyer movies where it's like, you're a Mrs. You're Doubtfire. Just, yeah. It's like, my dad loves me so much. No. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a lot of that. And it's like. I don't know. Maybe now I'm like, as I'm, I'm not a father, but I could imagine like, yeah, like they're, they're sure if they're just working to work and, and be, and they can't connect, but a lot, like, it doesn't sound like, he, I'm not sure what the dad did right. here. <laughs> Do you know sure. what I mean? Like, I guess that's right. what I'm yeah. Well, and that's why as, as cheesy as Cats in the Cradle, as you mentioned earlier, as cheesy as that song is. That fuck that goes on a little journey. It tells you what's going on. It's it a tells good song. you there's an irony. <laughs> there's an irony to it. Uh, you know, it's like it it tells a story. This tells. Well, I, I'm actually story. curious. Alden, do you have do you have kids at all? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I'm expecting one in November. So I will be a I will be a great provider. Great provider <laughs> in a matter of months. Oh, hey, oh, congratulations! congratulations. Hey. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah, I, you're uh, the first person I've told, so don't tell anybody else. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. exclusively for this podcast. <laughs> well, this is, no, I, oh, this is a. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, edit this out. <laughs> we can, uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can cut off. You know, <laughs> no. fuck it. Just, <laughs> Keep I'm it up this Keep it yeah. Okay, <laughs> bye guys. Um, Evan, you are the only one of us then with a child. So, did this song resonate in a different way than what Winston and Alden are saying for you, or? Was it pretty similar? It didn't resonate for, with me as a father. Right. Uh, it resonated with me as, you know, a son oh. being like, 
this is uh, like the like Winston and Alden said like this is the song that a 17 year old would write right. right yeah and so it worked it it's kind of crappy in that regard but it worked for me sort of on a meta level because it's still there so you're still looking at it like this is what I thought back sure. in right. when I was 17 when I was 15 or whatever like I didn't that's why they're not getting a good picture of my dad and this sort of the the thing that really resonated with me is you know, it, it was sort of a cliffhanger because I'm wondering what sort of relationship they're going to have going forward. <laughs> because you are wondering if you'll have the same, same relationship. relationship with my dad. But I, 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 I hate to disagree, gentlemen, but I really liked this song and I hate The Wrong Man Was Convicted. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Uh, I am a I am a I'm a page head. I love Stephen Page, and I don't care for Ed Robertson that much. So wow, uh, oh, page head. Nope. A... I'm the I'm the same way. I like I I tend to prefer Page over Robertson. But this I mean, even from the get go, like that that little like guitar lick that was just like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Danny California. It was like getting born in the state of Mississippi. Mama was a cop, but daddy was a hippie, sort of thing. Like it just like <laughs> Saker make a mashup of those and put it in right now. Okie dokie, can do. <laughs> Getting born in the state of Mississippi Papa was a copper and a mama was a hippie In Alabama she would swing a hammer Price you gotta pay when you break the panorama She never knew that there was anything more than Paul But in the world I, I think you're right musically I think it's uh, yeah, it's moody. It's it, I like mm-hmm. yeah. I like it musically. But so, yeah, I like, think you're I think that is a really interesting thing and I mean that's what's so f- the idea that you're like it is sort of a cliffhanger. I do feel like it's so strange to put it it feels like an old photo, right? And like you put it I just think mm-hmm. it's crazy it's a crazy choice to put on the album. Like, no, no, I I don't disagree. Times before. Yeah. Hmm. But let me paint a picture for you. <laughs> okay. 15 Privet Drive. <laughs> okay. A young wizard has just received his invitation. Oh, uh-huh. I see. To Hogwarts. Uh-huh. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> and so, he's a, a big old hairy man has shown up on uh, his flying motorcycle to visit this big old hairy oh man. Oh my god. To big old, this Evan. little, little hairy blowing my mind. This song is the, a is a synopsis of the first three chapters of Harry Potter. Yes, and he the turns Stone. and he he waves goodbye to the Dursleys, who he hasn't had a very good relationship, uh-huh. but he owes them his life, nothing more. Nothing more. Right. His road is is growing wider. That's as right. Their road narrows. <laughs> uh, do we do we see the Dursleys much after book? I don't they, remember. They every show, book. I mean, he almost like every with them. book until what six five? Yeah. In which they are mauled. They're skinned alive and mauled. Yeah. Yeah. He's old enough that he doesn't have to live with them anymore. Uh, yeah. And we have we have established for Alden and Winston that Stephen Page is a time traveler on yeah. this podcast before, so that makes sense that he mm-hmm. was kind of uh, maybe left a message from himself to uh, yeah. what the plot of Harry Potter chapters yeah. one through three would be. If you if you play this song backwards, you get like you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, That's the so, Holy Ghost is obviously Hagrid. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It makes it so. It could much. be one of or one Voldemort. of many Holy Ghosts. Yeah, it could in be Hogwarts. any. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I don't hate this song. I just don't. Oh no. Care to listen to it? That's, <laughs> I just don't that's like it. And I won't listen to it. And the album is not. No, really, I, 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 not I, yeah, it's just interesting, and it's so funny that I do, I do, I kind of want to go back and listen to this whole album now, but uh, <laughs> as you should. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, 
I don't know. I, I I would actually. I haven't listened to Wrong Man was convicted in a while, so uh, you can you can you can continue yeah, to skip. Yeah, it. I, Evan likes it. It might. No, I hate it. Oh no, he that's right. You it. hate it. Yeah. yeah. You might you might be better to let it live in the past because your your memory of it is probably better than the actual. It probably song. is. I just yeah. love. Yeah. I, and there's a couple yeah. real creepy lines in it that that really sour the experience. Like it's, if they took out like three or four lines, I could see liking the song. Yeah. But like there's a couple of like them real that, MRA yeah, sort that, of that weird. Kind of, oh kind of no. Grab, yeah. Got it. Okay. Then say no more. Yeah. Well. I'd like to take this time to talk a little bit about. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> here we I've got go. some of it. No, no, no. Every I'm, time, Winston. That is Every one time. of the things that I'm always shocked when I go back and listen to some of that, some of the music I used to listen to, where it's just like, this is really creepy and fucked up and stalkery, yeah. and like, and uh, is, um, yeah, it, it, it's really fascinating, and and uh, I think. They sort of do this in a few songs where even when I was growing up, I was like, they're a little bit cavalier about like yeah, violence yeah. and and like suicide well, and stuff like that, where it was just like, you know, I know they're doing it, but I, I, I sometimes feel like, and maybe this is unfair and I'd love to hear what you guys think, but I, I think occasionally because they're funny in that way, they'll sometimes be a little blase or <laughs> cavalier about things that you're like... Ooh, you know, like right. I, I don't know. Maybe that, uh, maybe that's not an accurate assessment. But I, I felt well, that a it, couple times. Yeah, I mean, it also, but it also kind of reminds me of a lot of comedy from the nineties, as mm-hmm. nineties and two thousands as well. Yeah, it's like yeah. people were, were, I don't know. I think generally, but especially it's in a comedy, time. it's a different time, yeah, man. Yeah. No, uh, but I think like you, you just people were. I think the the content was a lot less sensitive towards mm-hmm. that then, and it's and it makes it harder to watch now and harder yeah. to listen right. to. But, um, yeah, with this, I mean, this album, this whole album definitely like lives and dies in the nineties. It's, it's right. stuff that you could like, Jane is about like, he's yeah. like basically stalking her right. and like, yeah, it's, <laughs> but, but they, they paint him as sympathetic. I mean, Stephen Page is, of course, as we talk about, like really like every one of his narrators is just like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but it's painted in a weird sympathetic light. Right. Um, Yeah. Uh, so let's let's go let's talk about this a little bit musically because I think it's pretty easy to exhaust the lyrical uh, side of this. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, we haven't figured out who the Holy Ghost is, so yeah, until we we're, do, we're not leaving. Yeah, we're not leaving. We're gonna exegete this whole thing. We're gonna find <laughs> we scratch the surface. Yeah. Um, I love this is the last time on a Barry Galadi's album that we hear Andy, and he's oh fucking, my god. Go ahead. Those little those little bleeps on the yes. synth organs, it's just like bleep, 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 yes. bleep, and it, it like bridges into full noodling. Yes. Like he goes from like he's like it's like a little kid testing a hot bath where he's like just this <laughs> and he's like beep 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 and then he's like, Oh, it's nice and warm. So he gets in, he's like, bleep, 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 like, yes. like I miss like listening to this song after having listened to, you know, Stunt and, and future albums makes me just like Andy was the heart of improvisation in mm-hmm. this band. Like right. he, he would just get on a piano and like, let's do three, four, ten. And like each one would be so different. And like, I just love how much he plays in the space, especially in this song. it's it's really cool and it's kind of a bummer and maybe it's the loss of andy they i was looking on uh 
uh, setlist.fm, mm-hmm. and they haven't really played this song live. They've played it like 20 times, and not at all since 2013, which is a bummer because I think this would be a cool song to kind of throw a little improvisation. Like live, this would be fun to just like rock out the last mm-hmm. like four or five minutes of or jazz. Yeah, out, I guess. totally. It could kind of show their. One of the things I did like about them is that I thought they were all like you'd listen to Rock Spectacle and they're very funny. Yeah. And fun, but they also show that they're good they're musicians, musicians and they can actually yeah. like improvise. And yeah, I think this would be a cool, um, a cool song to play live and, and really go for it and just kind of show off their chops a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think what this song could use is a couple like outtakes at the end. Nope. Maybe. No. <laughs> Fuck um, off, Evan. Some, some comedy, <laughs> a, like a, a Scottish guy oh, talking, Christ. like the beginning of the Chumbawamba tub thumping song. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> no, the, en- the ending of Gordon is bad. And that's all what's, we'll say. What's the last song of Gordon? What's... It's, crazy, it's crazy, which is one song nope. that's split into okay, two actually, strange. This, let's, let's, uh, let's... He didn't even remember what it was. There's no way he's going to remember this. So okay, you're, you're a fan. You're a big fan. So the end of ending of Gordon is the song "Crazy," and then it goes into those outtakes and um, you know, like bloopers and things like that. Yeah. And they sort of, sort of like just to like a background instrumentation. Yeah. So my That's... question to both of you is that part of the song "Crazy" or is that just a separate bookend for the piece or for uh... the album? You're you're mis you're mischaracterizing. I, I... <laughs> This is so you. What a useless question! I just Iron Manned you. The, what like, the just, fuck? It's the opposite of a straw man. Like I just, I just, I just presented, I just presented the best version of your argument. <laughs> no, because you're saying that the, the 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 outtakes at the end are a different song. Before you were saying it's two songs and then outtakes. No, I'm saying it's it's that crazy is its own song. Yes, it ends and then they go into this like where the wave files this, and the instruments. Yeah, super and, no, that's super okay. Extra. This, if you haven't just listened to crazy, this question is totally fucking off the wall because it's <laughs> not a memorable song. I don't remember the song at all. I I, I, I I think that in general, I don't think uh, bare naked ladies kills it at the end of an album i don't feel yeah. like it definitely feels a little bit and this is a lot of bands but it definitely feels like the end of their albums are sort of dumping grounds a little bit of like we don't really know where these go well in canada yeah. the the uh the tradition is you put it's uh the track listing is just an order of uh best to worst songs oh yeah <laughs> really <laughs> it's a canadian thing it's, you want to start uh, yeah. strong and finish weak <laughs> yes. uh but it's you not like your vegetables for last that's yeah. why they do so like bad I'm, i listened to a lot of i i at the same time i was really? in the very ladies i was into u2 and i feel like oh, yeah. they will have like on some albums it's like oh the last song actually is does close the piece in an interesting way and you actually right. need to listen to it but i do feel like i think with most of my what's the last album on uh born on a pirate ship it's shoebox which is actually oh, pretty strong i like shoebox yeah shoebox is it was a single it's 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 pretty yeah good. oh yeah that was like maybe because then stunts last track is um it's the it's dreams right when you dream yeah that's another kind of flop yeah, that's not great. And yeah. then uh, Maroons was Jesus. I don't. Let me look it up here real quick. So, yeah, Maroons. we're looking it up too. Sorry. Maroons is uh, tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel, followed by Hidden I Sun, which like I that really one. love. I yeah. really like tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, and they're both on the okay. same track, right? They they they're. Oh shit! So I guess they're oh, both fuck. the same. We're gonna song. get to this when we get to Maroons. What, what did he say? What did he say? He doesn't like. He it. said they're both on the same track, so they must be the same song. <laughs> Sorry, this is a long running debate for our stupid podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, absolutely. Um, I I yeah, this the synths in this song are great. <clears throat> oh, by the way, I wrote down this one. The writer is listed as Ed, Steve, and Jim. Yeah. It took three 
fucking people mm. to write this wow. art by committee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by com- yeah, maybe yeah. it was maybe it was committed down to the most boring version of itself. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they must have decided to put a new sheen. I mean, at, like, you've listened to the demo, and you said the demo sounds a lot like it. It's right? real close. Yeah, like it's it less instrumentation, but like the same the same verse, the same chorus, the same words. So they didn't yeah put much uh, spin on that ball. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real weird. Yeah. When I was uh, listening to this, when I was listening to this song on YouTube, I was like, I always did the thing where I read the comments, and yeah. there were a lot of people talking about like how this song like meant a lot to them. A lot of commenters with dead dads who are like, I'm oh, thinking God. back on the relationship, I'm loving. I'm like, um, I ha- I mean, I don't speak for you obviously, but I have a dead dad, and I feel like this isn't really the song you would want to be <laughs> like yeah. the touchstone for your relationship <laughs> yeah. with your father if you cared about each other a lot because i mean this guy doesn't sound like a bad dad he doesn't, no. he doesn't hit the guy there's no like animosity there but i feel like this is a this is a song where you could look back and say hey you know my dad and i have had sort of a distant relationship he was always working or whatever but you know we, we're adults now we can build on that right yeah, yeah. absolutely and you know i feel like it's- the other youtube thing i saw which is on my i was on my watch i don't know why it showed up and it might be about this song it might be about my youtube viewing habits but it was weird because i was viewing it on a private like window so it shouldn't have had my history, uh-huh. but it had the next thing on the playlist on the YouTube playlist was all the murders on the Sopranos <laughs> cut into the, the Sopranos TV show cut into a single hour long. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> I, I, this I was like... used in an episode of the Sopranos to great effect. Yeah. 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 Was it really? No, I'm totally joking. Oh, fuck. During, <laughs> as, as Tony, as Tony strangles a mob, mob informer. <laughs> But, like, I feel like if, if somebody's saying, like, oh, man, my dad, great provider, reminds me. It's the same people who think, like, born in the USA is a real patriot. Because they look at yeah. the title. And yeah. they're like, yeah, right. great provider. My dad really was the great He provider. really was. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, maybe the end. It's, like, and now I don't see him anymore. We said goodbye. And you're, like, yeah, I mean, this is a very generous interpretation of the <laughs> lyrics. Right. Yeah. I would say so, any interpretation and, of the lyrics is a, gen- is a man, gen- generous slamming. interpretation. <laughs> Uh, and, I mean, in the fifties nice. and sixties, like that, there was a lot more weight put on being a provider, sort of thing. And that's, right. I mean, if I could harken back to the Sopranos, like even where Tony is in like therapy, he's always saying like, "Oh, my dad, he was, he hit my mom, he hit me, it was terrible, but he put food on the table every night." And there was a lot more weight put on that for yeah. previous generations, so you're, that meant yeah. a lot more. No, that's true. Yeah, you're that's absolutely right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, that's why again, it does feel like a very of the nineties kind of like that that paradigm doesn't work anymore with gen x it's like Mm -hmm. don't sell out like it's not about all the possessions then the recession happened and we're all like oh god (laughs) (laughs) it's about food again yeah (laughs) oh i would love to sell out let me sell out (laughs) give me health care and i'll sell out um (laughs) but uh yeah i i mean like i said i i think it's put on the album because it does sort of fit the downbeat mood of the album yeah oh Um, yeah it, it was it was meant for gravitas, I think, to show that yeah. they were serious artists. Absolutely. Oh boy. Yeah, I know, it, I know. That's that's a rough. <laughs> clearly, they didn't examine their old lyrics too much, but uh, they just sort yeah. of went with it. But uh, was yeah. anything else going on with the band? Like, I, so yeah. yes, actually, okay. at this point, uh, Steve and Ed were like fighting for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so most of the tracks on this album were either written by Steve or by Ed. There was very little writing done together. So I kind of mm-hmm. do wonder if there was kind of a dearth of content and they were just like digging up the graves of their old shit. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. So that was what was going on. I mean, there's, oh yeah, I guess there's only 12 songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shorty. 
But mm. uh, yeah, I do. I, I like the doubled vocals though. Speaking of Ed and Steve, yeah. they, they're both singing like at the same time, and it's a it's a weird effect, but I it it works for me. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. You and I never shared all that much. When I leave, I'll be alright. I'll keep in touch. As you're yeah. and then that uh, they do that key change during the chorus where you know, when it's not around, he- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <up> with it, <laughs> which is yeah. a lot of fun. Where does the time go when it's not around? He- um, yeah, there's. I think there's some like kind of like diamonds in the rough here I, but it's a th- lot of rough I, well i was gonna say i actually like the chorus yeah. where does the time go when it's not around here that's a cool lyric it doesn't <laughs> it's it's not it's less good in the context of the story that it's telling right because it's like because <laughs> it almost sort of implies where it's like it's like man as soon as i leave like i don't know what it's i don't know what it's trying to say uh, yeah. <laughs> like how it relates to the dad thing but like that's a cool little couplet where does the time go when it's not around here like yeah where does the time go when it's not around here? But also, man, that's way too generous for me to be like, like I like it. I just don't like what it means in this song. Like, I just like this string of words together. It still feels like there's a good song. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, there's a good song in this. I just like It feels like a third or fourth draft that they were like, yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. You yeah, know, it, like this was a well. Just put it on the end, right? <laughs> you know? If they yeah, if they mined this a little harder, they could have found something. But I think uh, so, but yeah. but that's interesting. That uh, that's such a shame. I mean, it's such a shame that uh, so th- all those problems were happening with Stephen Page and Ed Robertson that had been happening for a while, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, so my my question is so all your your all your complaints I'm I'm not I'm not trying to paint you with a broad brush but a lot of complaints <laughs> that you had tend to tend to um, deal with like the gen- the generalization of the song and the fact that it it doesn't it's not as nuanced as you'd like so let's let's black mirror this <laughs> let's let's take wow. this song to its logical, logical conclusion, conclusion. <laughs> and and so what would you like to see in the, what would have made this song like what sort of coda would would you want to make this song resonate with you, I guess. Okay, I would pitch that um, it's... Let's punch up this song. Yeah, so we we have a bridge uh, Uh where he gives an insight into the dad or he figures out something about himself now that I'm a dad. Uh, you know, I, I think I think it caps in the cradle. This you either uh, okay. you either close, have close this, the loop, or, or or yeah, or the dad dies, and you have to uh, like oh shit, you have to deal with like that, or you know what I mean, like where I does my dad go when he's not around here? <laughs> oh, so yeah, sad. now you're yeah, now you're not around at all. Um, but uh, yeah, but I I think there has to be some sort of like pull out of the perspective perspective of a 17 year old who thinks their mm-hmm. dad doesn't get them right and into more of i'm an adult now right and i see what you were dealing with or it might not be that like you were trying your best you're like it's even more egregious now that i won't do what you did you know oh, like, yeah yeah you know like, you can do it either way but i do feel like there needs to be I mean, this is like if we're black mirroring and totally like hypothetical, it's like, yeah, re- revisit this song, you know, like uh, 
Ooh, the greater provider. Yeah. yeah the, greater, the, great, the greatest provider <laughs> of all. And it's just uh, the greatest love of all by Whitney Houston great, with yeah, these yeah, lyrics yeah. on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I would also put, if you're going to start up the the religious imagery of great provider, because that's, when I Googled it at first, all I got were like Bible Christian, yeah, yeah, and Christian songs. And it's like the Holy Ghost stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I would sprinkle more of that religious imagery in it. Uh, so that we know that that may be what it's about because right. it's like we have that in the beginning and then we have it at the end but that second verse i don't understand the second like here we stand at the end of the drive i'm just waiting for my ride to arrive i wait to see if you've any last words we pulled away i called your name <laughs> i don't think you heard it's, it's like, like craigslist misconnection like who yeah, cares right. what is this right it's like are you saying yeah, did you roll your window down for yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you just couldn't hear you man yeah <laughs> yeah this is you're right it's it is kind of meaningless this, but i, mean, I, I no, like but I, I said i think there's a germ of something cool here about like a father and a son and they right. don't quite connect and yeah. i just would like to see it i guess it's yeah. a terrible note but more yeah <laughs> well, it sort of it well, sort of gets to generational differences right where yeah it's yeah. coming from a, a generation where if you put food on the table you were a good dad. Yeah. Right. And now we're sitting here with like this millennial kid, not this millennial, this uh, like Gen X kid who's like, yeah, I need a relationship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, I, that's I just that's... what generations do. They always, you, you know, you always make new mistakes. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, our kids are, I mean, our kids, millennials have too much relationship with their parents is what they're saying. Like helicopter parents. Yeah. Shit. Right. So I'm wondering how I'm going to fuck up my kids. <laughs> right. 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 So good. Yeah. What a nice I mean, thing right. to look forward to. What are millennials well, going to screw up? And I think my my black mirror of this this song would be <laughs> that I think yeah there some some acknowledgement of that like Winston said but also just like there is something to like you said Evan like there's something to like my dad and I are very very different and we get along but like it wouldn't it's not difficult to imagine that we would not get along like mm-hmm. yeah. if one of us was just slightly less like sympathetic of the other's situation like mm-hmm. we might have a terrible relationship but it wouldn't make us worse people if that was the case it would just mean that we're, there was like one less thing we understood about each other mm-hmm. or yeah. one less thing we were willing to understand about each other like if my parents weren't together anymore like and i just saw them a little bit less and we had the same personalities but we were still very different like we might we might have no relationship and it might be a really tough thing but like that's not the case which is great but like yeah. there is something to that of like you don't have to your dad doesn't have to hit you to be like a bad dad. Like yeah. you don't have to have like a fraught relationship for it to be like, like, fuck, I wish, I wish I knew more about my dad. I wish he wanted to know more about me. Right. But like just say that a little. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. cause yeah. it's so the thing, the, the big mistake that this song makes is that it's, I would not be surprised if it was just, uh, that, that, that you know, Ed was, like angry that his dad yeah. he got his TV privileges right. taken away. <laughs> he was he got grounded or like he didn't they wouldn't buy him a car like there is it, it smacks of privilege a little bit in a way that I I can't wow that it doesn't go out of its way enough to yeah. discount yeah. that it's like you could be some shit snot nosed rich kid and it would be the exact same fucking song yeah like, boy that that did not occur to me before but there is a lot of privilege in this yeah that, yeah mean, I, my, my dad maybe, was perfectly maybe there, fine maybe there isn't yeah i mean who knows yeah like, you right. don't know but and it's like you need to say that a little bit the, the guys um, or make it at least ambiguous enough that you're like yeah maybe you know maybe you both made mistakes yeah yeah for sure 
Uh, more, my, I think, is the note, right? More. Yeah. So basically, more. More. my <laughs> note. Well, I mean, I don't. I, th- I thought Winston's note was bad. My mo- my <laughs> note is more uh, of the same, but less <laughs> of the other stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, my cool. black mirror for this song is: What if a streaming service, but it could kill you? Okay. What do you oh, think? Cool. 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 <laughs> so less maybe about the song than it's more just kind yeah. of a. That's cool. No, that's uh, great. Oh shit. So what's I'm your in. note for me is don't <laughs> Mo- more. <laughs> more. Yeah, more. More. more okay. I think it is. What I, I love that idea. I just want to see more of it. Yep. Yeah. What this if dads is... but robots? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Great okay. provider, but there's no I. It's just like a. It's like there's no I or. E, so it's yeah. great like, you know it's like a great prov- yeah. yeah it's an app yeah it's like yeah. a yeah, an app yeah. right, right great dots great, great, great PR provider yeah. <laughs> yeah right uh all right well i think we've fucking mined the shit out of this like one foot deep we put so i think we put about 90 off, minutes more off. thought another... into this song than they did i think would be <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know i kept uh i kept thinking of the great provider by the bronx i don't know if you guys are familiar with them they're they're like a hardcore punk band but uh, from, think... from LA. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, they, they, I was kind of into them in high school, but then I kind of fell away because they're hardcore punk and I'm not really that anymore. But they did a, they, to challenge themselves musically, they did two albums of mariachi music. <laughs> and so you've got this hardcore punk band with a full mariachi band who worked with a bunch of like uh, really awesome uh, Latin musicians because they're from LA. So there's like the punk scene and then there's also the Latin music scene is big in LA. So they did this two mariachi bands and one of the songs is called the great provider. And it's just an amazing piece. And like, I just keep, I, when I, when I think of that song, when I think of this song, I just hear that song playing in my great head. Provide. So, so your, so your note is that it should be that song. Like a mariachi song. version of this song. Is yeah. what you're... I wish. Wow. I would be into that. I would, yeah. That, yeah. I would, I would listen. I would not Press stop on my disc band. You guys ever heard the song One Sunday Morning by Wilco? Oh, you guys got to listen to it. It, This song kept reminding me of that song because that song is what this song feels like it wants to be. Like it's a it's a very ambiguous, very sort of like haunting, but also kind of like, um, yeah, just really um, uh, almost like an emotionless take on like a really intense relationship with with the singer's dad and you don't ever really get what happened, but you know, it was something and there's a lot of resentment there, but it never really, the thing is that it's so well, it's so, um, what's the word? Like, it's just so, um, I guess ambiguous that you, you don't mind that it's, that there's not much substance there. There is a lot of substance. You just don't know what it means. So it's like, I don't know. Anyway, it's also like, it's like a nine minute long, maybe more. It's, but it's just a noodly, like it's a very easy song to listen to because it's so breezy. Um, it actually, One Sunday Morning by Wilco. And it is truly, I, I went through a really bad breakup a few years ago and I listened to it probably 300 times over the course of a month. Like every time I got on the train, because it, it, it was like a 12 minute song that would last my whole commute. And so every time I got on the train, I'd listen to it once. And that was the only thing I'd listen to on the way in. So now it's like, but it's such a, like, it's such a, it's a song that is too sad to be bitter. Like that's the kind of, 
it's like too sad to be angry. So it's like, um, so it has that vibe to it where it's just kind of like, uh, there's like a sense of resignation to it. It's such a good song. But anyway, it kind of reminds me of this song where it's like, you don't really get much information, but you, you really, it really paints a picture of just like how it feels rather than what the actual story was. Anyway. This is how I tell it. Oh, but it's long. Sunday morning Oh All the sun is gone uh, Okay, let's get uh, Let's get to uh, To rating this song Right now <laughs> Um, Our rating system is very, very simple. Uh, We rate it on a scale of bare naked. Infinitely complex. Don't fucking don't say that because it it doesn't have a no. It's not a scale at all. Uh, It has endpoints. I was being facetious. Uh, Bare naked to fully clothed. So uh, the more Mm. naked the song is, the better it is. So to give our guests a chance to uh, kind of think about it, Evan. What do you think? Is this song bare naked or fully clothed? This song for me is a teenager, mm-hmm. a teenage boy who is waiting for his friends to pick him up. Uh-huh. But he's got like the the only clothes he has are like hand-me-downs. Okay. <laughs> so he's wearing clothes that mm-hmm. are like two sizes too big cuz they're his dad's clothes. Uh-huh. And he hasn't quite grown into them yet, but wow. he's tried to make them his. Right. So he's like, you know, it's the 90s, so he's like cut like he cut the 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 um the knees out of the pants sure. he's like ripped the shirt a little ripped the arms off the shirt you know he's trying to show a little skin but they're his dad's mm. clothes and he can't quite escape them yeah okay i see so that okay. so, I'd say, i like that i'd say a little naked mostly clothed but a little well, bit naked clo- like, i liked this song overall i think for me it's a dad uh who's gone to work uh but the it's he's lucky because today is casual friday at the office so he gets the wear he's wearing his button up but it's a short sleeve button up he's still got a tie on um but nobody knows that he's also a child and he's got on a uh an adult diaper he's got a baby fetish i didn't tell you that part so he's actually (laughs) wearing it looks like he's got less skin on or less clothes on Uh but when you actually look underneath he's got like big bulky he's wearing a full suit of chain mail he's wearing a full suit of chain mail and an adult diaper so he's a medieval baby he's a medieval baby fetishist yes i'm sure they exist so a little bit naked but really a lot of clothes once you dig like one foot deep underneath his surface there's no king interesting so yeah you wear your chainmail your diaper if you want oh wow i feel like uh this song is wearing like a three-piece suit that a, that a 90s dad who doesn't pay attention to his kids wears. Sure. And like in act one, before he learns his lessons and becomes Peter Pan or whatever. But like, liar, but liar. He, is, he is fully clothed and that tie is oh, sort of cutting his, cutting <laughs> circulation. his neck. Not getting a lot of circulation to the brain? All right. No. Some days it feels more like a noose, man. Um, Put that in the song. Yeah, it would be go. more See, good. Yeah. Uh, my rating for this song is um, pretty much fully clothed. It's it's a teenager who was told uh, he's wearing like a um, like a like a Megadeth or like an Iron Maiden shirt. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, and his dad's like, you can't wear that. And he's like, I will. I'll wear every T-shirt I own. <laughs> right. I'll put on more time. clothes, Dad. <laughs> and so it's like, no, you don't have to just you don't have to do just, that. You, you really don't have to wear that many clothes. It's not that important. Uh, I just don't want you to wear that particular. I will. I'll wear every pair of pants, every pair of socks I own. Yeah. It's like you're too. You're wearing too many clothes. Our relationship does not require you to wear this many clothes. 
you could be so much more naked than you need than you want to be right now. Right. <laughs> my my idea is that I love that that kid goes to his friends and they're like, "Why are you wearing all those clothes?" Like, I got in a fight with my, my dad. dad. <laughs> like that's when your friends would do that stuff, and you're like. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. This Guess doesn't concern stands. me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Way to show him. <laughs> right. So, so Alden, it sounds like this is the worst piece of music yeah. you've ever oh, heard no, in your no. life. I just, I guess, more sense my point is that it's wearing it, it, it. The clothes it's wearing are of its own design. It's wearing more clothes than it should. <laughs> right. Nobody wants it to wear that many clothes, <laughs> right. but it just can't help itself. Placed it on yeah. its own petard. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, I actually don't hate it that much. It, it's it's fine, but I think yeah, it's. Uh, I don't hate it. That's the thing. I don't hate it. I just it it's kind of an it's nothing to me. Right, right. <laughs> like I'm indifferent to it. So what you're saying is you really just want this teenager to take off a little bit more clothes for you. That's all I'm asking. Is that a <laughs> is that, crime? Is that what you're saying? Oh, it's a crime. That's legitimately a crime. <laughs> um. Well, on that super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Winston Alden. Thank you guys so yeah, much you. for being hey, on. This was an absolute us. delight. Um, yeah. What do you guys want to plug before we head out of here? Uh, uh, well, we do a podcast called uh, Mission to Zix uh, that you mentioned earlier, uh-huh. and and it's a, yeah, it, yeah, it's a uh, we're in our second season now. Um, it's an well, improvised science fiction podcast. Hear us is, out; it's still good. <laughs> yeah, don't don't uh, don't run away. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's it, a bunch of us at UCB started it, and um, it's a really fun one. We got a lot of good guests, and we've mm-hmm. built a a bunch of crazy world rules that we have to follow every episode. It's awesome. Really it it is truly a joy. If you're not listening to it listeners, like it's cuz you guys are episodic but you also kind of have big arcs mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's so, I, it's a joy, yeah. Yeah, listeners, stop listening to our podcast. Start listening to Missing <laughs> Dizix. <Yeah. laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll you can listen to both. That's the great that's uh, the great thing. I kind of yeah. want to see a mass exodus. Like I don't want to have any downloads. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everybody stopped listening like please. 40 minutes in. Evan, you truly are the Stephen Page of, <laughs> yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> you're you're like I'm and I want no one to ever listen to this again. And it's like, that feels well, like it's what happened a little bit. Well, when, when we get inducted to the Junos for the podcast, you'll be back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was so oh, great. There we go. That was, anyway. Oh, All right. Man. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank we really you. appreciate you being on. Yeah. Hey, we had thanks a blast. for having thanks, us. Guys. So much fun. See you later. All right. Take care, guys. Hey, Evan. Yep. How you doing, bud? I'm doing real good. I feel, I feel my body is tight. My strength is strong. What's I'm, strong about it? I'm ready to go. Okay. Do you feel tense? I feel intense. Mm. I feel like my, uh, if I have a power meter, it's like right at the point where I'm going to unleash my final move. I've suffered enough mental damage during this podcast. Hey, Evan. Yeah. Are you just going to start over again? Have you ever been camping? Have I ever been ca- I don't like camping. It's intense. Oh, I see what you did there, and I'm going to unleash my special move. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a silent. It's a completely silent power move. <laughs> you have to shout out the name of your move. That's, How will I know you're I am. doing it? I am. Oh. It's a, it's a mental, it's all mind stuff. <laughs> is I'm, that what that screaming is? Well, it's, that's, just, that's all you hear in your head right yes. now because I'm just uh, I'm de- debriding some of your memories. Debriding? Yeah. Like, meaning uh, you're not married. Like you, meaning like running like, you know, like the, um, those, the steel wool. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that, like mm-hmm. scouring, mm-hmm. but in your head. So, so your memories are getting getting more and cleaner. more cleaner. Yeah, cleaner. That's what it right. right. Less You're cleaning my brain. Ah, yeah, let's Thank call you. it that. I can't remember my third grade teacher's name. Good. Just kidding, it's Mrs. Baxter. It isn't. If you're listening, Mrs. Baxter, hello, your little boy's here. <laughs> hey Evan. <laughs> here we go again. Starting the third time. Evan, how long have you been alive? 
I don't know. You know, if How Jerome were alive that long, he would have 10,000 reviews. Who's Jerome? You know, for nearly 10 years and through more than 2,500 reviews, Jerome Wetzel has reviewed <laughs> scripted television. You know that. How many reviews does Jerome have? Over 2,500. He, he does? covers drama, comedies, dramedies, commas, broadcast, cable, bribal, podcast, and even streaming networks like Netflix, Hulu, Netlu, Hooflix. <laughs> Hooflix, U-Boat, Seasoat, U-Boat. He does them all on a German U-Boat. Shudder, Mutter. <laughs> mutter is just where they do the, like the shoegazing, like music, and then like yes. the navel gazing movie. Like, mm. like, like a, that Mutter, Mumblecore? It's a Mumblecore, yeah. It's who, a Mumblecore just channel? Uh, it's, it's, bro two brothers do Mumblecore movies, and they are famous. Uh, they are the Mario and Luigi, Mario the Spaghetti Brothers. Mario and Luigi, the Mumblecore Brothers. Mumblecore Brothers. <laughs> Mumblecore movie. They just do Mumblecore movies set to Mario soundtracks. Yes, that's it. I forgot. What, what does Mumblecore even mean? Subgenre of independent film characterized by naturalistic acting and dialogue. Yeah. So it's people act like they're not acting. Is that what acting is? It's sort of like what we do here on this podcast. Only we, it's like if no one was recording. Like <laughs> when I told you a story before the podcast started, that's basically mumblecore. Okay. So it aimless. It's well, it's naturalistic. Like it doesn't, it's, sure. it doesn't have to be a narrative structure or anything like that. I mean, it's a valuable subgenre. An emphasis on dialogue over plot. So really, uh, and my favorite Andre and character was like the the premier mumblecore movie, the first mumblecore. But he had, he did exactly what the thing. The title suggested, right? It's like people who, if you don't like My Dinner with Andre, then you actually didn't read the title. It's just My Dinner with Andre. I've seen it. I've always wanted to. Well, Can we have a dinner night where we eat dinner and watch My Dinner with Andre. I've seen it once. I don't want to see it again. I don't really? like it, but I, I recognize its its place in the film okay. canon. I'll watch it alone. Please do so. Thanks for nothing. I'd rather just watch the third Austin Powers movie. Oh, I can't wait to watch the Austin Powers movie. I don't want to <laughs> watch. I don't want to watch all of them. It's the Duplass brothers. Now, that having been said, <laughs> what the fuck were we saying? That's just. I've, I've lost the copy. I know. Perfect. That's that's what I try to do every commercial is trying to get you off topic and on tangent so we don't actually advertise anything. Jerome sometimes reviews <laughs> shows before they air. Before they. Before anyone breathes air? You know that's not what that means, Evan, you stupid shithead. Oh, you're right. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, he's the chief television creator for. God, oh, fucking. You made me fuck up. He's the chief television critic for <laughs> something awful.com. Wikipedia.org. And a contributor to Blog Critics Magazine. Head on over to imdbpresents.com. imdbpresents.com. <laughs> to get links to his latest column as well as see all of our other programs. Programmas. Do you think anyone from that network listens to us? Imdbpresents.com. <laughs> yeah. Are you programmas or anti-grandmas? Uh, I don't have any more, so. Does it mean you've well, never I'm trying had to an think... abortion? But are you pro-life? I don't have to answer that one. Yeah, don't. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice, like every human being should be. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so I'd say I'm pro-grandmas. I've had generally good experiences with my grandmas. Are men allowed to weigh in on the grandma? Grandma. Question? Uh, I think so. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Great commercial. Let's do another one. And we're back on It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> you know what's so funny? What is it? You know what's so funny. Gam. What? Gams. Tell it to me. Hey, have you ever heard gam? Have you ever heard, you know gams? You know, in the 20s, they'd say yeah, that girls yeah, got games. You ever yeah. heard of them called getaway sticks? 
Uh, only on the pet podcast where you've uh, said it a couple times. Have I really? Yeah. Oh, no. Every time we do like a 1920s, like, oh, let's go to the Ethos Frolic, and then we'll uh, 23 skidoo out to the trolley. <laughs> I say getaway sticks. You say, like, gotta go. Look at those getaway sticks. Because <laughs> it's really funny. It's a good pool. I need to get some new pools on the 1920s. <laughs> yeah, you really need to do some 20s research, man. Hey, thanks. That's what I just said. 20s were a difficult time. They were a difficult time. I feel bad. And then before we get into our wheel segment, which I really want to get into, I want to talk to you about, you had a little something you wanted to present. We're doing an opposite of Gordon. Uh, We're going to resequence this album, right? Yeah. We're going to do this resequence now. But in Gordon, I did not, you did not resequence the album and I did. Right. For this. Seiki forgot to resequence. I didn't forget. Let me tell you. Tell me. I went on the internet Mm -hmm. and I looked up. Maybe you should drive, this is me typing, maybe, this is going to be too loud on the microphone, <laughs> maybe you should drive B-sides. Yes. And. Saker is doing like a minority port level, like. Uh, I was pushing windows aside, yes. digging for these B-sides. You know what, I think those are never going to work for the same reason that like. Those, the power glove those, never works. Well, not the power glove, but those video game peripherals. Yeah. I forget what they were like. They would videotape you doing Fruit Ninja. Yeah. That was because people don't like to move around. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm going to sit on the it's couch and like just press buttons. Yeah, it's like, yeah. this is work. I don't like doing that. Well, the Wii was the most popular video game system of all time because of that waggle. People right. love that waggle. But, but it didn't go far beyond that, did it? It was, it was sort of a novelty. Yeah, but it was still the biggest video game system ever. No, actually... The yeah. uh, mini NES just surpassed it. Oh, The well, NES with like yeah. 40 games on it or whatever. I mean, yeah. This is inconsequential. Right. Evan. Yes. You resequ... Because I looked for B-sides. They did not record any B-sides for this album. I don't care about B-sides. Well, I'm just saying, to create an interesting... Re- oh, so you just resequence the songs that already exist on the album. That's, That's what, what a, a resequence is. is. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I don't want to bring in any B-movie sides. Okay. All right. Well, you like give me... Jazz. You know what? While you're doing your resequence, I'm going to do my resequence. So why don't you go ahead and tell me what you? No, because I want your feedback. I want your feedback. I want your feedback on okay. all this stuff because you didn't resequence. I didn't resequence when you were resequencing. So just okay. this will be our I'll resequence. Just okay, good, just listen good, good. and your feedback. So I resequence the songs okay. on whether the the what the sort of relationship they described oh. best to worst. <laughs> Jesus Christ! With no minor key major key no 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 i don't care how good how much i liked the song or hated the song it was just the relationship that was described there in the song and how terrible or good a relationship it was so this cd is about a man's life falling apart well yes i guess (laughs) yes and yes but (laughs) okay well go ahead so what's the best relationship best relationship hold on let me guess can I guess? Yeah, these? absolutely. Uh, I think the best relationship on this album is probably... Oh, Jesus. There's some dark shit on here. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. Uh, life in a Nutshell. You got it. Opening track. Opening absolutely. track. Life in a Nutshell. They seem to like each other. They respect each other's life choices. The the girl is willing to let him do his famous stuff. She doesn't want to change him. Right. He doesn't want to change her. They like. They hopefully stay together. Right. Like It seems like a pretty good relationship. Pretty mature relationship. Yeah, I agree. Right. Number two. Everything old is new again. Mm, close. No, abuse. Uh, okay, past trauma is not in there. Okay, what is it? Am I the only one? Woo! How is that a good? Oh, because it's he about loves his it's, brother. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily about. I, I was thinking it more when he started because he started writing it about his wife to be. Yes. So, it's someone who loves, and they seem to love each other. I mean, it's sad, but it's about letting go, and you sort of it's dealing with loss, of course, but coming out better for it. It seems like. Okay. All so, right. but taken as a relationship with his wife, you know, that's just hey, you know. I want to be the only one who makes you laugh. I want to be the only one who does this, but that's an unrealistic expectation for our relationship. For sure. So that's a pretty mature thought. Like, you know, you can look outside the relationship for the emotional support and physical support and all sorts of supports that you need. All right. I like that. 
Number three. Number three, guess. Everything old is new again. No. <laughs> okay, I'm one and two. Everything old and new again is pretty far down the I'm list. I'm keeping track of my wins and losses. It is these apples. Uh? They're with not... the, uh, the teacher who's yeah. having sex with the student? They're not right for each other, right? Okay. But they seem to be both okay with it. <laughs> and it's a pretty genial breakup song. Ooh, boy. Right? She's like, oh, yeah, you're an idiot. And he's like, yep, I'm a dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. And they just sort of go their separate ways. <laughs> okay, then in the same vein, I bet you the next song is A. Fuck no. A what? is terrible. Wait, A is the same thing. Like, hey, I'm a dum-dum. I'm sorry. He apologizes, uh, right? It's Alternative Girlfriend. <gasps> That's a song about cheating. Well, I'm talking about the alternative girlfriend and his relationship <laughs> because they actually seem to like, they seem to have a really good relationship. Okay, fair. Neither of them seem to be good people. Okay. But they seem to enjoy each other. It's kind of a fling, you know, uh-huh. like, a, like a sort of like Lost in Translation, Bill Murray, uh-huh. like Spring Autumn thing. You love Spring Autumn. <laughs> but your they're enjoying each other in the moment, right? <laughs> so that's, that's not a bad relationship to have. Sure. I mean, he is cheating on his wife with her and that's terrible, uh-huh. but I'm not looking at, I'm lo- looking at specifically the relationship <laughs> described in the song. Hey, guess what? What? The only positive relationship on this whole album was track one. Yep. After that, it's just all Yeah, it's just, it just gets worse and worse. All the way down. All right. Number five, Great Provider. Oh, you didn't let me guess. Oh, sorry. Great Provider? You got it. Hey. Write it down. Mark it, mark hey, it buddy. for me. So it's a distance relationship, but uh-huh. they got some shared bond, possibility. There's a possibility for like connection. And I mean, this is obviously a dad son relationship but say if it was like a long distance relationship where you know one of them has had the paying like the big heavy paying job and the other one's like just like oh i want to go and like go back to college and like do my own shit right so that's not necessarily a bad thing and it doesn't it doesn't set the table for a negative relationship it just said well we've we haven't really had much of a relationship up to this point okay but you know it could grow from there so this is just sort of like a putting your car in neutral (laughs) on a on a flat street okay well, then, then slightly below that, the next step down is going to be the wrong man was convicted. You got it. Yes. Three and three, baby. Yeah. It's a bad relationship. Maybe good. Who knows? But the guy is obviously a shitbag and she is well rid of him. Yes. So it's a bad relationship. But, but he loves her but a he, lot. Who the fuck cares about him? He's a piece of shit. And you know what? I rated it high, this high because good fucking job getting rid of that piece of shit guy. Good job. Whoever this unnamed woman is. Uh, yeah. You're doing fine for yourself. Uh, All right. Next. Uh, the next song is going to be intermittently. Jane. Jane. It's Milady the song. Uh huh. A creepy dude following a woman who, I mean, arguably they were friends at the beginning. Uh huh. But the dude obviously wants some more, but doesn't seem to do anything more than just sort of mope about it. Uh-huh. So he needs to suck it up, obviously. But it's not necessarily horrible, depending on what he actually does. But just describing the song, he's like, "Yeah, I hung around, you know." And I just kind of like was near her and kind of a dick, but you know, it's not that, it's not that bad of a relationship. I cannot believe that everything old is new again has not hit the list. It has to be next because those two people love each other. You are correct. Everything old and new again is eight. Okay. I'm four and four. They are codependent, but caring. Okay. They need to stop getting back together yes, together do, and they need professional help, <laughs> yes. both of them. So, I mean, granted, it's an ode to therapy. Yeah, it's not, they might think the relationship is good and they might think they like each other, but it's not good. Right. And they, good they are each enabling other. each other's, uh, you know, negative for sure. But, qualities. But they do love each other. Right. So there's some positivity in it. Right. That's why it rated eight. And okay, so we have four left here. Mm-hmm. Intermittently, you right. will be waiting. Yep. Uh, a. Eight. And tiny little song? Little tiny song. Little tiny song. So then the next one is going to be... Uh, uh, 
It's going to be A. You are correct. Yes, okay. This is so good. What an exciting game for so, our listeners. So this, <laughs> so this is... A is just passive-aggressive sniping, yes. right? And gibberish. So <laughs> they awesome. definitely should break up. The guy is a dick. He's hitting on other women. Like, yes. he just like, meets an old, like, woman from high school that he kind of used... <laughs> I met a girl I used to know. Hey, are you single? Yeah. So... I don't even know why you te- keep trying, girl. Like, I'm talking directly to the object of this song. Like, the right. one, the person that this guy is singing about. Right. F- fucking leave him. Seriously. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I have 100% e- forgotten even what you will be waiting. Sounds like, <laughs> looks like. Here's that little, uh, um, as you walk together through the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, next is going to be, uh, I still think, at least in inter- intermittently, he says that he loves her. Intermittently. But he loves her. Intermittently is next. Wrong. Damn it. It's you will be waiting. Ah, fucko. All right. Obviously, she doesn't like him. She's uh-huh. burning him in effigy. Uh-huh. Deeply dysfunctional relationship. They're fighting all the time. Uh-huh. Can't live with him. Doesn't believe a word he says. <laughs> Borderline abusive. It sounds like a relationship. And then he's like, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Don't you ever leave me. <laughs> yeah. I know you'll be waiting. And at the end, he's like, yeah. Don't don't you ever leave me. <laughs> so uh, there's there's a there's a moment of self reflection. Right, and then he immediately follows up <laughs> yeah, with, "I know you'll be waiting. Yeah, yeah. You better be waiting." Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, okay, then that leaves the next song as intermittent. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> the, okay, I saw. I've t- uh, oh no, I, I pulled ahead. Okay, good. I pulled ahead. So it's a shitty dude dating a woman who is kind of like the woman he wants to date. Plus, she hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, okay. So the woman he wants to date hates him because he abandoned her. Yeah. And he's dating. So not only has he ruined this woman's life, Uh he is dating another woman, like a placeholder woman. (laughs) Right. Whose life he is actually Kind of like, yeah. Who's like, who's like, ah, she must have like really like self-esteem issues or something. (laughs) And I feel really bad for her because like she's just trapped in this relationship with a guy who obviously (laughs) is not putting in any work at all. I'm laughing at this point, not at your description, but thinking about the coda to this whole album, the note that we end on, <laughs> so, little tiny, so, tiny, little, little tiny song. And the guy, the, the guy, the guy doesn't even miss the woman that he's singing about. He misses the memory of her. Like he's singing about things. In little tiny? Not little tiny. I'm not oh, talking, oh, oh, not oh, talking oh, about okay, intermittently. Okay, I'm not okay. on the next song yet. Okay, I'm sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> so yeah, he misses the memory of her. Don't you have those like, like you reflect on old relationships. You're like, oh, that was nice. But then you realize you're only remembering like the good parts of yeah, it. Of or like, you're like, yeah, it would be cool. You know, I wish I could go back and go on like, you know, relive this part of my life. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, well, actually there was a lot of shitty stuff too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why we're not dating anymore. Right. <laughs> sort yeah. of thing. So yeah, it's unfair to the woman he was dating. Unfair to the woman he is dating. <laughs> and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yep. And then number 11, 12, of course. Little tiny. You got it. Okay. Why? Because it's a song about death. That well, he just fucking kills his relationship with yeah. this cow. Hey, I'm a cow. I'm furious. Yeah. Hey, I'm a cow. I'm full of hate. <laughs> I'm on your plate. Probably the most dysfunctional of the bunch. <laughs> well, so if you're thinking of, okay, so here's, let's think of this instead of a cow, a literal cow. Let's think of this as a woman singing a song about a man. Uh-huh. So she obviously has deep self-loathing. Uh-huh. Like I'm a cow. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm curious. Like, so she goes, she's like, I'm a cow. I'm curious how, what my life could be like. So she like puts herself out there. Finally gets uh-huh. up enough fucking like willpower to get out on the, get out there. Even uh-huh. though she has, I mean, she, uh, there's no physical or anything description of her. So we don't actually know sort of who, who or what she is, but she's just, just her describing herself. And she obviously thinks very poorly of herself, which right. is really sad. Um, so then she puts herself out there. She's furious, but she, she finds, and then full of hate. And then guess what? She's on, she's, on the plate. So she's, she's. Is this literal or metaphorical? 
Uh, well, if it's literal, he's a vampire. <laughs> sure. If it's metaphorical, then she's probably entrapped herself in like a, a relationship with a guy who has like anger issues uh-huh. and uh, sort of an abuser. Okay. Like a, maybe even physical abuse. Yeah. So, yeah. girl, you deserve better. I don't know who you are. Girl. <laughs> or what you are if you're a vampire too. Uh-huh. But you deserve better than the guy whose plate you are on. Okay. You need to. You need to buck up. And well, I'm, here I am giving advice. I don't know her situation, but yeah. hopefully she gets what she needs. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. So you really wanted this to be a downer of an album. I almost think. Goes... May I see your list real quick? Although you were correct, actually. I looks. It looks like you were right with "You'll Be Waiting" and intermittently. I actually rated it intermittently lower than "You Will Be Waiting." Because right. I changed the numbers at the last second. Right, right, right. Oh, so oh there's, you did? Okay, there's a couple. Right. So you were actually you're actually one more correct than you thought you were. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Oh my gosh. So I went eight and four, actually. That ain't a bad track record. There you go. Um I think it might almost be fun to flip this. I would like to hear the opposite album. Where I want it, it goes to, from worst to best. Yeah, where this guy's life gets better. Don't you want that album, Evan? Well, it's not that's telling the guy's life gets better. It's or, the people he's dating have a better partner hopefully that's how life is yeah <laughs> that you know you become more grown up as you age and by the end of the album your life it's in a nutshell life in a nutshell is a great oh, ending track okay too. there we go oh, but you have man. to start with you have to start with a little tiny any song. song what a garbage track that is i actually but, like the yeah, track it's but fine it, it doesn't doesn't really fit with the album no but. uh but i actually i kind of like it as an op- no i don't like it as an opening as a thesis statement it means the album is like what what the fuck is although next week we're gonna hear a very confusing thesis statement <laughs> of an opener um yeah i really like this evan i think you did a good job although I think you're 100% entirely wrong. It should be the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I buy that. I yeah, buy that. I, just, I, think that's I thought funny. it'd be more fun for the listeners to go from worst to best. Or, best yeah, best to worst. worst rather than worst to best. You like people to leave feeling well, modern modern fiction, fictional narratives tend to be apocalyptic. So that's, that's sort of the... the um, the tenor of the time, sure. especially with young adult and sure. like, uh, you know, just general fictional think- zombie narratives and things like that. Everyone, everyone's sort of a, a preoccupied with apocalypses at the moment. Yeah. And are, like are grim, think- dark fantasy. Yeah, are, we, like are we in love with the, the, the bad, the bad ending, the sad ending? I mean, I, don't know. I feel like people, it's a, it's sort of a, a reaction against earlier sort of fantastical tropes and sci-fi tropes where everything's good everything's great right. you know that sort of thing and people want sort of a more dirty lived in sure. universe and i think this is just sort of push back against that and eventually it'll normalize if it, it's already started like we're getting sort of mixed what we want what ultimately i want and what i'm ultimately i'm seeing and i'm happy about this is i'm seeing more nuanced characters and more nuanced stories where people aren't just like archetypes of good yeah. or archetypes of evil you know i i think that's that's that might be even niche though because you you read you read a lot of things that aren't exactly mainstream i'd say the most mainstream and per- pervasive people piece of i'd say the most pervasive piece of pop culture this year was probably avengers infinity war which had a real dark ending i don't think i saw that one maybe uh, i did no okay. no no i didn't i didn't i saw the previous one okay um, but it's got a very dark, I think what people are in love with on a whole is the cliffhanger, the mm-hmm. set, set up to a sequel. And that has to be dark. I mean, there has to be some problem that oh, reveals yeah. itself in the last moment. Uh, everything's to... great. You want to see how great it gets? <laughs> yeah, Tune exactly. in next week. <laughs> so, and, and in that sense, I think little tiny song, uh, could lead into next week's stomach versus heart in a lot of ways when yeah. you eat that cow. And you make a, you, I mean, you make a very compelling point with regards to the cliffhanger and it having to be sort of on a down note, right. uh, like a note of friction because- right. You can't, yeah, again, you can't have a cliffhanger 
with a happy ending. With a happy ending. Yeah. Although so, I've seen enough Shrek movies so. to know that I guess it's possible. We've had many Shrek movies and they've all been happy in the well, end. Well, that sort of thing is, it's sort of like the Dresden Files where, you know, you introduce a, um, you introduce a problem. Yeah. The protagonist solves it. Yes. And then they level up. It's like the Dragon, it's like Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. So like, oh, we beat him. Everything's good. Oh, wait, but there's a more powerful, more evil. So you get like power creep. Basically, it's, is that what you, I was is, just is what you get? I a friend about the Yakuza video game series last night. Uh-huh. And uh, in Yakuza 0, like the evil crime boss is in power and then you kill him at the end and a new one is instated and he's nice. And the beginning of Yakuza 1, that crime boss dies and a new evil guy is in power. And yeah. then in Yakuza 1, you kill him, they instill a new one. At the beginning of Yakuza 2, the good guy dies and a new... E- so it's <laughs> like, to, yeah, you got to hit that reset button. So you got you to problematize the, yes, the victory. And exactly. that's another way to do it, but that's, like, that's kind of a it's, cop out. Like in the yeah. Jason Bourne movies, do you ever see I've those? I've never seen any. Oh, well, he, the, the first Bourne movie, it wasn't meant to be a series, I don't oh, okay. think. Uh, at least they ended it like it wasn't a series so or maybe it was born yeah he they have a really good time and then like she, it begins with her getting sniped from like <laughs> far away like and she was my favorite character she was from a uh, run lola run um, oh so lola? She, she was the eponymous lola, <laughs> eponymous lola. i don't what actually know movie. her name uh shame on me Charima but then again i don't know bilba baggins Matt, bilba baggins yes, you got it in correct. one um cool yeah well that's a great resequencing. Ev, you did a great job. I'm very proud of your resequencing. And now I think we should Thanks, jump, Dad. Jump, <laughs> jump over. I was trying to find a segue, you dickhead. Let's jump over to the wheel. Hey, segment. Dad, can we can we go to the wheel now? We can go to the wheel. In fact, we can go to the two wheels on the segue. Let's spin it. <laughs> and see if we can end this podcast permanently. Oh, please. Here we go. Give it to me. Hello, City. Hello, City. This track city. is the theme song for a municipality or state. What city and why? So, The Great Provider. Ooh, so... I, I feel like this may be... What, what is the dad city? The dad city. Uh, I think that could be somewhere in New England. Sort of like the, the, the cradle of American civilization. Well, I'm thinking more of like, a, like economic. Mm, so, like, okay. it'd be like, I guess New York. Because New York is the center of our culture, our economy basically like it's got wall street it's yeah. got it's the biggest city the most prosperous city or you could maybe la yeah like, but uh, i mean new york is arguably our our dad yeah the dad city yeah, yeah it's the yeah. city that we all think of when we think of cities so you're thinking you're thinking it is the ur city dad as in the guy who who gives us our allowance not not you know the not great, maybe the guy the who provider. raised us yeah, I mean, I mean we, there's lots of different readings to sure. the provider. I think I think this song's about Boston. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> I think perhaps uh, this song could be about uh, Tom Brady <laughs> and how he really provides for the Patriots in their time of need. Um, I got nothing. Yeah, you really on my fingers. No, it's it's kind of the er the er city for Just America. Way to steal my. Did you say our city already? <laughs> yeah, of course. That's not a word that takes it. You would just pull it's out of your like, ass. It's saker. like that Seinfeld where George thinks he has a great idea for a cartoon, and it happens that he just stole it from Ziggy. Is that a Seinfeld episode, or did I have a fever dream? That I think that was, that was that's like Quantum Leap. Oh, that's a Quantum Leap where Sam jumps inside of Ziggy's body. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa! He jumps inside of. Has he ever jumped inside of the Invisible Ghost Man? I have seen like eight quantum leap episodes God, i remember the one where he was a, a i know it would be really good to, if we had a podcast that you know covered things that we remember from our childhood that we really enjoyed so we're just going to do a quantum leap podcast that's oh, great <laughs> what, what, what's a great name for a quantum leap podcast uh quantum creeps the next leap home uh uh that quantum be. creeps <laughs> um, that would be kind of disturbing podcast <laughs> yeah i don't know um quantum it, peeps Quantum peeps, because we're peeping out every episode of Quantum Leap. And also we're people. Oh, we are quantum <laughs> peeps, aren't we? Yeah. We're with quantum. 
Uh, gotta leap. Nope. <laughs> gotta leap. Gotta leap. If you have a great idea for our new Quantum Leap podcast, hashtag us uh, saying uh, the leap home. Hashtag the leap home. If you don't have a great idea yeah. for our Quantum Leap podcast, hashtag... give us a, leave us a one star review on iTunes. <laughs> leave us a one star review and uh, sign your name is Yorkie three three four four. Yeah, uh, it's about the Ur city of Boston, <laughs> the the place from which all of America grew out of, the place that raised us all the puritanical home the great provider in a religious sense because so, they're all about their their what, catholicism what do you think boston is in our history i think boston is uh maybe maybe one of the first big cities that port town you got that boston tea massacre you got that. <laughs> Is that not right? Go on. Uh, I like what I'm hearing. You got Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady signing the only person who signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> it's just him so that so that, so that King the King can read it, read that's his right. handwriting. Yep. Yeah. Tom that's Brady. what Boston is to me. That's baby. why you put your Tom Brady on documents. <laughs> you put your yeah, Tom Hancock. Tom um, Hancock. It's called a Hancock. That's what they used to call it because he was because uh, all the other founding fathers hated him. <laughs> that's right. They all hit him in the Tom nuts. Hancock. Punch <laughs> him in the nuts. Tom Hancock. Tom Coldcock. Uh, anyway, so Boston and New York, that's our read for this Hello City? I guess so. Great. Woo-hoo-hoo, my friend. <laughs> Woo-hoo, indeed. Um, okay, Poo-poo-poo. so... <laughs> that's the song I sing to my son when I'm changing his diaper. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, I have a bunch of songs I sing to him. Poo-poo-poo is one of them? Yeah, poo-poo-poo. Uh, okay, um, so uh, let's go to our next segment, which is called Bare Naked Males. Um, and today, uh, well... Hey, if you have a question for us here at It's All Been Done, a Barenaked Ladies podcast, you can email us, it's all been done podcast at gmail.com, or you can message us on Twitter. Our next question came from a man on Twitter named Dan Blake. He says, gentlemen, a question. Since at Barenaked Ladies like to mix it up with their styles at live shows, what song would you like to see done in a completely different style, and which style? Ooh. I really like this question a lot, um, but it certainly requires us to maybe think for a second about the songs that we know from Bare Naked Ladies. Player thinking music. It's playing under right now, Evan, and you know that. <laughs> you can hear it right now. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, so um, what song did you do you want to hear, and in what style do you want to hear it? Um, I would like to hear... I would like to hear New Kid on the Block okay. kind of done up as a big, huge, like, Backstreet Boys style oh. boy band song. Like a 90s uh, slash early 2000s style. Okay. I want it that way. Uh, larger than life. Uh, like, sort of emulating the New Kids and boy bands in general. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, Are there enough, like, uh, harmonies and vocal parts for them to oh take, a, take a bite out of? In... in Backstreet Boys songs? No, I mean in oh, Wicked yeah, on the you Block. Can make them up. I mean, you okay. can harmonize with anything, right. right? I was thinking. I thought, I thought you were gonna say like a big old show tune. Oh man! Like New Kid on the Block is a huge show tune. What I want to hear is a show tune. I'm a new kid on the block. <laughs> Everyone is just. Uh, wait, who? What voice is that? I'm a new kid. That's a uh, Fred Schneider. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm a new kid on the, the block. block. Maybe I want to hear New Kid on the Block in B-52s. That's a, there you go. No, you don't want to hear B-52s, though. This is me and Grade 9, Nine baby. baby. This oh, is me I and Grade that. 9. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. That would be a good one. <laughs> uh, what are you feeling? Uh, I would like to... I'm just trying to think of like the most off-ball insane... So, King of Bedside Manor is my favorite. Right. Are you talking just Gordon? 
Uh, just uh, my favorite on Gordon. Yeah. Right. Okay. We can shoot into the future. Okay. You can do a little. It's all been done. You can do some silver ball and. I'd like. It's all been ball. done. Translated in. I would like. It's all been done. Translated done in the style into Chinese Aramaic. and done in the style of like a Chinese opera. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Where they act out. It's one of like the immortals. Oh, uh, the Chinese immortals, like the Taoist immortal. Can you tell me, like, what what is indicative of a Chinese opera? What does that sound like? What is? Uh, it's don't a, do an impression. Of, I'm I not see going you to. Up. I'm not going. No, it's a You're lot pulling of pulling your eyes to the don't side. Don't you, like you fucking do. do that to me, <laughs> garbage. Pro- That's why I have this podcast hammer. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, so, it's just basically a lot of honestly uh clanging cymbals <laughs> Great. and okay. uh and very frenetic music okay like uh very very frenetic sort of like plucking strings okay and then they have specific they have like a half a dozen different types of metal that they can hammer together do you have a favorite chinese like, opera i'll drop it in here no okay okay don't look at me like that no i can't pick just one i love them all this is being great night but yeah just like one of the uh like uh mortals passing through history so it's all been done as an immortal and then it would be it would end as a chinese opera always does with both of them committing suicide (laughs) jesus christ okay uh that would be an interest i'd like to see more better good lady songs that end in dual suicides i think that would be a lot of fun Uh, well i mean it'd be better for some of the people well at least a suicide the protagonist (laughs) needs to just every protagonist end it every protagonist at the end of every song maybe you should drive is and then i killed myself (laughs) it's like um i bet it's what i imagine intro to fiction courses are Uh like intro to creative creative non-fiction courses or not or fiction courses are in undergrad Uh or like you are a graduate literary, literary grad student and you're just like, all right, freshman, write me a story. <laughs> and these are kids just coming out of high school. So they're going to give you all sorts of fun stuff. Right, right. So I think I, I vaguely remember taking intro to lit court. I remember, definitely remember my poetry class. Mm-hmm. I was real. I would love to go back and read some of that poetry that I wrote when I was in freshman year Ooh. undergrad. I'm sure it's horrific. Do you still today. have it? No, I think it was probably on a laptop that I trashed after college. You just so. smashed it. I did. Yeah, okay. I took that podcast hammer to it. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now is the most exciting time of the podcast. Evan. I can barely hold my anus shut. <laughs> I can barely hold my anus. Uh, this is your favorite part of the podcast. The part where this is your second favorite part, I think, where we read a review that a, uh, a look manner says to us. Let's read a preview. Okay. Let's read a preview. Um, what preview do you want to read? Uh, there's a new, like, Cesar Chavez movie coming out. Okay. <laughs> so, let's see. Uh, how about, uh, The Puppet Master? Oh, Puppet Master Little Close Reich? Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> listen to a preview of that? You're just going to put that full preview into the podcast? Is that Thomas Lennon? Yeah. Hey, that was a fun preview. Thanks, Ev. All right. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, as always, uh, you can get with us on Twitter at BinDonePod. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook. It all be do pacabernake. Find it here. Find it live. Find it now. We love it. We love you. We gonna get you. <laughs> we gonna get you <laughs> with you. our podcast hammer. Please email us with your address. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Give us your address. Give us when you're home alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us uh, a, your lock. Any codes? If, uh, you, if could you could ma- if trace you could... your key and scan that tracing right, in. Right. And we'll get we'll get it made. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, just basically give us uh, complete access to your life and your home. Mm-hmm. And we'll hit you with a podcast hammer. Yep. That's got my hammer. What you going to plug? Plug. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. We finish album. Yeah. What you going to plug? Uh, just not. I don't. I can't hear. Plug it. I can't hear. Plug it. <laughs> I can't. Like the plug. Like the plug. I'm Saker. <laughs> I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one week. week.